It's all Obi-Wan's fault. He's jealous. He's holding me back. What's wrong, Annie? I killed them. I killed them all. They're dead. Every single one of them. And not just the men, but the women and the children, too. They're like animals, and I slaughtered them like animals. I hate them. I don't know if you had something to lead in, but we were talking pre-show, and I was like, we've got to start recording, because you were saying that if the opportunity arose that you could play Johnny Five... No, no, no. Johnny Five? Alpha Five. Wow, I'm so sorry. I will play yeah. Johnny Five anyway. Alpha Five. Um, <laughs> in, a, uh, in a theme park, or a... Uh, what, what, what were you saying that you would play that role? Yeah, so Alpha Five is a character from the Power Rangers franchise, and... Um, I, I was doing an impression for you mm-hmm. uh, here on Skype, and uh, it was you had commented uh, how, I don't know put words in your mouth, mm-hmm. but incredible and life-changing it was. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. well, yeah, obviously. You know, I practice a lot. Um, I've, I've, I've uh, seen Alpha's work for, well, going on decades at this point. Oh, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, so if they ever bring Alpha 5 to a theme park or, like, the Power Rangers franchise to a theme oh. park, I will be applying for that role. And a lot of people were like, you wouldn't want to be a Power Ranger? Hmm. Like, of course I would, yeah. but let's be realistic. <laughs> I mean, oh, the pecs for that. Pe- people that are, um, what do you call it, in shape mm-hmm. and uh, can move around without uh, wheezing hard, <laughs> uh, th- they're going to get those rolls. Alpha 5, I can, like, shuffle my feet together and and uh, move my arms around. Oh, yeah. You know, he has you a, or she or they. Ooh, uh, I think maybe a they. You know what? Yeah, a they. Uh, Alpha 5, mm. uh moves their arms around similar to C-3PO but they do yep. get a little more uh, animated um, he's so. definitely more an- I mean like yeah he's kind of a kind of a C-3PO sort of character mm-hmm. though uh, except you pop that booty out a little oh, bit oh yeah mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> he's like <laughs> he actually added that I'm pretty sure uh, mm-hmm. in the later seasons if I remember right there's like a noticeable like he was getting more money he got butt mm-hmm. implants and yeah. it really like changed the show though I mean like that's what really put him on the map it's kind of like Baywatch you know it was just like something to watch yeah yeah absolutely matter of fact that's because of Baywatch's success they were like well I mean this is already a hit with you know young boys like mm-hmm. how do we keep them like as they're growing older hot ass injections yeah. for <laughs> Alpha 5 obviously that's right it's all right there mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and he looks good yeah um, he guest starred in that um, the thong song video music video Oh, for Cisco, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Matter of fact, Alpha 5 pitched that to a what? few singers before it got to Cisco. Yeah. Yeah. Lionel Richie passed on it. Um, mm-hmm. But then he's like, you know what? This is for a younger generation. That's true. Um, let them go all night long uh, with it. Yeah. You know? um, Pass the torch. And, uh, yeah. 
yeah past the thong if you will Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that's nice yeah well, that wasn't where I was headed with that, but I like where it went. Um, I was just going to say that in general, you know, I wondered, you know, have you thought about uh, visiting? You know, there's so many different theme parks, but uh, I'm not like much of a, a theme park guy. Like I'm not going to fly to, to Disney World and stuff. But uh, mm-hmm. if there were like a Power Rangers what would, uh, land, would you mm-hmm. go, that would that be the one that you'd be like, I have to go? Or is there one right now you're like dying to go see? Um, so here's how I decide on whether or not I'm going to do something. Okay. There are two. There are two ru- rules. Two rules to follow. And two rules. There are two, two kangaroos. Rules. And There's two rules. Rue McClanahan, <laughs> Oklahoma native. I don't know who that is, but I just like it. Sounded great. From Golden Girls. I, okay. She was I feel like yeah, but I didn't know that was a. She was an Oklahoma native then. I didn't. Absolutely. I didn't know. That. I did not connect her to that either, though. So mm-hmm. yeah. Good we to know. We got her on the Mount Rushmore. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then, like you said, Rue from Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. uh, Kanga's son. Obviously. Obviously. Those are the two Rues. That's right. Uh, so now let's talk about the two <laughs> rules. Um, so first one, is it in public? Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes, no. It's going to be a strong no. I will not be in attendance. <laughs> second, second rule, is it in my backyard? If the answer is no, obviously won't attend. If the answer is yes, mm-hmm. there's a... Uh, a 2B uh, rule that comes into play. Mm, okay. Who's going to be there? <laughs> <laughs> and the answer, or my answer will vary a little bit depending mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, who shows up. Absolutely. So, yeah. I think those are good rules. So, I, I like, I, there, we were talking about Star Wars today and for, uh, we will be for a while now, uh, a couple months, but, um, you know, they have like Star Wars Galaxy Edge out there. Sounds mm-hmm. really cool. I'd love to yeah. go see like the Harry Potter uh, Wizarding World and stuff, mm-hmm. but um, I don't really want to go. I want to know what's there. Yeah. I would love to go alone, like a rich person. <laughs> yeah. Rent it out. You shut it down. You shut Look, it down. We got the LTAS money. Okay. Are you listening, Disney? Okay. <laughs> we can afford SoundCloud every month. Okay. Ooh. Do we split it? Yes, of course. Yeah. Okay. But look if you want that $15 <laughs> yourself hey you know what hey. holler at your boys that's right I won't go but I'm, I'm more than willing to let Steven what about travel we get someone else to go with like a 360 camera on their head we get to experience it in virtual reality mm-hmm. that sounds pretty cool you know our uh, our uh, listener and former uh, guest host mm. Daniel Sanchez went and uh, mm. I don't I, I asked him about it a while back <laughs> and I don't remember what he said yeah because um, I was going to relay that information to you. I clearly failed. Great story. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have to have him back on. We here, will. There uh, you go, yeah. Yeah, and he can uh, discuss that. I would that. love to, but, yeah. Uh, yeah. To your first-hand knowledge. Your first-hand, mm-hmm. yeah, accounting, um, and have him uh, just tell it in a way that it's visceral enough to where you can just, like, Oof. close your eyes and imagine it, and uh, then you open your eyes, and you're like, you're at home. I can make some, uh, I can add some food coloring to some milk, make some blue milk. While he's telling yeah. me, you know, I just feel like I'm really there. Yeah. I don't know what That's they... That's a good point. Yeah, I think they have a blue milk they're selling. I'm curious what's blue, in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. It sounds all intriguing. I just don't really want to be a part of it. But I'd love to hear about it. Yeah, since you brought up Galaxy's Edge, um, I know there's, like, the the daytime version where it's, like, uh, kids and, and uh, families can go in there and enjoy the park. And then there's a night version, kind of like Baywatch Nights, where it's just like adults, <laughs> adults only. That's how I've heard it and, described. Uh, uh-huh. Kind of like yeah. Baywatch Nights. And there's actually a, um, 
if you load into the Millennium Falcon, there's a big mm -hmm. uh, room there, and uh, you all just like stand in a circle facing each other and just start jacking off. It's called <laughs> Galaxy's Edging. And, uh, <laughs> you want to get up <laughs> just to the point. All right, well, are you saying that inside the Millennium Falcon, there is one of mm -hmm. those carnival rides that spins and holds you against the wall and that you are pants naked facing a bunch of other strangers jerking off wondering when that ride is going to stop and what's going to happen well for the purposes of this being in disneyland i will uh agree with everything you say but i will uh correct that uh it's not just pantsless it's people donald ducking it oh um, specifically yes. okay specifically yeah hmm. that's I mean, you got to be on brand when you're there jerking off inside of <laughs> Disneyland World, wherever it is. And this is uh, bringing us to a great point as well, is that I wanted to say on the show that we will not be sponsored by Disney Plus because this is the kind of content we produce. <laughs> right. Disney, again, $15 could be yours. Yep. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. All well, right. Brent, with that note, I think uh, we're doing it. Yeah. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And welcome to Let's Talk About Stuff. Hi. <laughs> Brent is currently Donald Ducking it. That's why that <laughs> voice came out. That was actually out of his penis. <laughs> he has a second mic. Yeah, Double absolutely. Mm -hmm. The old mic. Well, uh, oh, yeah. today we are here to talk about Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones from 2002. That's a lot of twos in there. I didn't realize it, it came is. Out and, you know, I, I want to point out that whenever I, we, Stephen and I, we have a, a kind of a, a rough outline we call it a show script but yeah. it's a rough outline of things we're going to discuss every week probably to the surprise of you listener because it's just <laughs> all over the fucking place uh, with us but um for the star wars episodes anytime i write the episode number i always oh, put the uh -huh, actual uh -huh. number instead of the roman numeral like i think and i've mentioned this on the show before i i am good up to like one two and three mm -hmm. like in roman numerals after that it's just like iv it, like, my brain like, doesn't process it right, yeah. so I'm like, is, this, is that a six? Is that a four? What is it? Like, a five I'm okay with, but, you know, with consecutive numbering. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I just put the number two. That's just that's just how I uh -huh. roll. I know it's not technically correct. It's I know fine. no one would know that, but I feel like I should... Come clean. I want to put it out there, you know, yeah. that m much like my war on Christmas, I have a, a war against Roman numerals. <laughs> um, I think they need to go away. You know, mm -hmm. Rome doesn't even exist anymore. You can't even go there. It's not there. It's impossible. It's, no. uh, it's sank into the ocean, just like Atlantis. That's what I heard. Mm -hmm. When in Rome, stop using fucking Roman numerals. <laughs> I like that you also let me, though, whenever I was writing the uh, the descriptions, at least the last two weeks. We'll see. Maybe mm -hmm. you'll change it. Uh, but I, I was using the Roman numerals to give the outline of what we were what we would be watching each week. And uh, so far, no, I haven't changed it uh, that I've seen. True. True, yeah. I don't want to spend my brain power doing it. Mm -hmm. If you want to do it, if other okay. people want to do it, that's fine. Then you're cool with it. That's fine, yeah. But for me, nah. Nah, son. Nah. And that's been a long time. Like, this is, you've just never cared for Roman numerals past past three, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough, man. You know, like like for movies, mm -hmm. if there's going to be a, uh, well, let's, let's talk about Ninja Turtles, you know? Mm -hmm. Three movies, they used Roman numerals in them. That's fine. That's as far as I got. Yeah, you know, that's true. Ninja Turtles 4 in that series mm -hmm. from back in the day, the, the early 90s. Maybe I'd be better at that. that they should know? have done one just to help people yeah. like you get through the yeah. Roman numerals. Hmm. Missed yeah. opportunity. But they didn't. 
Yeah. That's so a shame. here I am. What about... Uh, dumb, as, dumb as shit. <laughs> what about the... Uh, you and I discussed Boys to Men recently. What about that album, too? The, the Boys to Men. It was so big right there. It's kind of iconic. And also, it's two, so that's fine, right? Yeah. For you? Yeah. That works. That works. That's cool. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Well, <laughs> I have to say, I like Roman numerals, so that's why I use them. Uh, but mm, I was also okay. a Latin nerd in high school, so I feel like it kind of goes along with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I think, you know, it's fine, though. I, I'm fine with you putting it your way if you're fine with me putting it my way, and, and I'll try to be respectful of you not being able to read it if I put something past three. And you'll <laughs> yeah. just stop and be like, I don't know what he's talking about. So, yeah, I don't know what this yeah. is, Stephen. Yeah. I'll put yeah. it in parentheses or something. Help you out. Yeah, thank you. Spell it we out. We'll get through this hard time. <laughs> you spell it out, but you put like F-O-R. I'm just like, oh, okay. Well, I can't spell. Everybody knows that. This seems right to me. <laughs> well, uh, we also had a few mini topic discussions, and our wives have uh, tried to get us to promise for this to be a two-hour podcast. So here's mm-hmm. hoping, everybody. That's not going to work. But um, mm-hmm. you want to go ahead and jump into some stuff, see how, uh, how long we can make this? Sure, sure. Um, now, before we started recording, you had mentioned that uh, you've got a, mm-hmm. a plan in place for us to uh, <laughs> we'll get through these and keep them as many topics instead of, hey, this is a, a quick topic we'll discuss for 28 minutes mm-hmm. um, and then on to the next one for another 17 minutes. Sure. And then finally, our third mini topic, 47 <laughs> minutes long. And an hour and a half in the podcast, we're like, we should probably get to the main topic. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> So these are going to be more uh, headline-esque, yeah. but it is stuff that uh, happened this week that uh, I wanted to bring up yeah, cool. and uh, and discuss with the uh, the listeners. So, um, Stephen, you've got a little uh, timer from a game of I do. Uh, what, Trivial Pursuit or... Probably something like that. I don't know. I had some, yeah. we, uh, My wife's nephews came into town a few months ago, got into our puzzles, mixed two of them together. Great times. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I think uh, my wife was cleaning the other day, and I think she found this little sand timer from some game, so... Uh, whatever it might be, I figured we could use this on the show to keep us in time. So okay. I did time it. It is a minute, 22 seconds for some reason. So uh, <laughs> it gives us a, a minute in padding. How about that? We mm-hmm. like that. So did you time it both ways? You know, I didn't. Okay. I didn't. What if it's like a different <laughs> amount of time? <laughs> what if one has like a super slick coating inside and like <laughs> right. it's faster? Yeah. What, I don't know. Maybe they were like slightly longer than the other one. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But as we all know, minute 22, standard, standard time. board game time. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> all right. So all right. shall I flip? Please. Flipping. The clock has begun. So uh, the first mini, mini topic is the uh, redesigned Sonic the Hedgehog made an appearance in the new Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer. Mm-hmm. And uh, the movie comes out on February 14th of 2020. So great date movie, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no Screaming Kids will be in that one. Uh, but uh, I do have to say, this redesigned Sonic looks fantastic. Oh, my God. Uh, so much better. Uh, Ridiculously I, I, better. Like, I pulled it up on Google after it came out you know i watched the trailer mm-hmm. and I, I think it the the redesign looks great the movie is still kind of just like up in the air for yeah. me um but um i think for like families it would be a, a really fun movie to go see mm-hmm. uh, i'll see it eventually just because i i like the character enough but um 
the uh, I did a a Google search of like a side by side comparison of the the two. <laughs> yeah, and it had the the picture um, from the old trailer with him like gasping, but he's uh-huh. got the human teeth and the the, the waist separated eyes and everything. And, and it has a comparison shot of the revamped mm-hmm. one. Uh, and it, my God, it just looks light years better. It's crazy. Yeah. So much better. Yeah. It's, yeah. uh, it looks this, the story I'm still not sold on. I, I don't mm-hmm. really know about him being on earth, but they sold it a lot better in this one too. The trailer was better. His redesign mm-hmm. is so much better. True. Yeah. And we are almost out of time. <laughs> <laughs> Get those rings. February 14th. I feel like, yeah. Cool. That was pretty good. All right. Next topic. Yeah. All right. So flipped. Okay. Uh, here's a weird thing to say. Trent Reznor from Nine Inch Nails wins a country music award for Lil Nas X's... This is crazy. Old Town Road. So that's a lot going on there. But there was an article uh, that came out. And uh, yeah, evidently Trent Reznor won an award. The reason for that, and I wish I would have uh, known this mm-hmm. when we did our Nine Inch Nails episode. Oh, yeah. But uh, Old Town Road uh, samples heavily from a, uh, a song by Nine Inch Nails from 2008 called 34 Ghosts IV4, yeah. right? So that's, that's part of my yeah, Roman numeral hatred. 34 Ghosts Speaking 4 um, from Ghosts uh, one, 1 through, through four? 4. Yeah. yeah. You're like, that made that really Roman difficult numerals. for you. <laughs> don't like it but um there's like a uh, like a, a guitar like the opening the, yeah part basically to the opening Old Town song. road is, is the whole thing yeah which i had no idea about yeah but uh yeah trent Reznor won an award because lil nas x won an award and he had to uh, give or share credit for yeah. it since he was part of the sample so what a weird weird world we're living in but uh congrats to both <laughs> i listened to that song and it is definitely what i know from the uh the little nas song so uh yeah. there you go it was uh, it's a pretty good guitar lick. I totally thought it was country. So Right? <laughs> so did I. I had no idea. <laughs> All right, we are out of time. Brent, what do you Perfect. think so far? I can see this, you can't. Should I show it to you? Do you like not knowing? Uh yeah, I'm fine with seeing your dick, but I mean if you could put the timer up there. <laughs> Look, if you just like reach for the timer uh-huh. as, we're, as we're getting closer, I, I think that works. I can you know? show it I can I can keep it in screen. I'll show it to you the whole time, Brent. That's oh, yeah. Here, we'll oh. try it. We'll try it one time and see what you think. Okay. See how much right. you can even see it. One time. All right. Um, go. So, there we go. Uh, Disney Plus is now available, and uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, we, we just wanted to maybe discuss our first impressions. Uh, it's always fun to interact with people because so many people are like, even at work or whatever, mm-hmm. they're coming up to me saying, "Hey, have you got Disney Plus?" And I'm like, "Fucking, of course I do," <laughs> but they don't. They don't know my my backstory, right? But um, yeah, literally the first thing I watched. And this may be surprising to people is a show on Nat Geo oh. called The World According to Jeff Goldblum. Oh, awesome. It's a docu-series. Mm-hmm. First episode's about sneakers. Cool. Really fascinating. Jeff Goldblum is more or less what you think he would be like. I don't know if he's amping it up for the cameras or not, but it's fine even if he is, yeah. you know. He's Jeff uh, Goldblum. That's what we want from. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So uh, very much looking forward to the next episode, which is about ice cream. Awesome. So, yeah. I still haven't yeah. checked that out. I, I need to. Uh, so far, yeah. I've stuck to uh, Gargoyles. Been watching some cartoons in the morning. Incredible! Um, can't, I can't wait to start X Men cartoon uh, right. all over again. It's been like childhood. Uh, I was gonna say I love the options at the top. It looks like Apple TV basically designed, 
And so I like right. that. I'm used to that. I like the options at the top with Disney, Pixar, Marvel, Star Wars, Nat Geo, and how when you go to each, like it animates with like the Marvel logo, yes. fucking sweet looking. Yeah. Um, I did have an issue the other day where I was trying to skip 10 seconds forward and back on my Apple TV remote like I usually do, and it wouldn't let me. Mm-hmm. All I could do was fast forward. Yeah. And then I went back later and it was fixed, so I don't know what that was about. Oh, but yeah. I was going to be really pissed about that. <laughs> it yeah. was really annoying. True. Um, yeah. yeah, that's pretty much uh, what I had, though. It's been, uh, been okay. cool so far. I like it. Yeah, me too. The the nostalgia factor hits people yes. hard. Like I've talked to like different friends and you know, like I said, coworkers, and they're just like, I can't believe it has all of this on there. It's like, believe it, and there's more on the yeah. way. <laughs> Hell yeah! Hell yeah! It's pretty cool. Uh, let's see. So um, on the next topic, kind of still in the the Disney Plus mm-hmm. world, the um, and I this is not not correct. Right, but I hear the first six Star Wars films because um, I went back to watch two for this recording mm. and it wasn't on there, but, um, the 20th century Fox fanfare has been added to, mm. I guess the first six, but there's a new Lucasfilm intro as well. That has like the helmets and the light. Oh passing my God. It. I you, love that. You, that is so fucking awesome. So I don't awesome. know who, who came up with that, but it works so well. Yeah. looks so good. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think that's maybe just on like Mandalorian that's all I've and seen maybe it on. the new films. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but yeah, so far it's it's uh, it's cool to see those those pieces restored. Yeah. I think they're they're um, giving the fans what they want in in those type of regards. Yeah, I think that's cool that they added that back now that they own Fox. They're like, oh, fuck it, we're mm-hmm. cool with that. <laughs> but it's yeah, it's right. kind of weird that that's what it took. Um, yeah, that new uh, it's like because it, it says Star Wars at the end. It's like uh, it's kind of like a Marvel logo thing. It's like it's going through all its different little characters and stuff. But the way it's designed is so fucking cool, and I love watching yeah. it every time. Yeah. Yeah, really cool that they I saw. That. I saw somebody on Twitter post that they don't like how the T looks, like the the S T into oh, the A yeah. in Star Wars, because the uh, the the bar on the T is kind of at an angle mm. uh, parallel to the A. I'm like, I think it looks great. I, yeah, from what I remember, it looked great, so I'm cool with that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so a small change, but uh, definitely a, a change yeah, there. Cool. And uh, speaking of changes, Stephen. Mm. There's been yet another update <laughs> to the Han Greedo scene in A New Hope, the uh, the Who Shot First scene. Uh-huh. Um, like we discussed when we watched the uh, uh, that movie a couple of episodes ago, um, it's just like a cloud of smoke in the original one, yeah. so you don't really see who, who shoots. There's no like laser blasts or whatever. Um, but now in the updated version, Greedo shouts the word McClunky, uh, and uh, it's I, I, I guess it was a, a change that Lucas did. Like before, yeah, before he sold it or something like that, right before, yeah, something, yeah, yeah it was kind of a weird, a weird thing there. But um, as we know, um, McClunky obviously stands for Wu Tang Forever um, because you, you know Greedo, yeah. he was he was originally part of the Wu. Um, he got replaced <laughs> by You God later down the road. We all know the story. We all know the history. Yeah. I saw the VH1 um, special on it. Yeah, yeah, behind the music. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> That that interview they did with Greedo, um, he was, was he was well, fucked up. He he was shot. Yeah, uh, obviously, you know. But um, <laughs> he would, um, yeah, he did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he had X's on his eyes. Um, but somebody like you know moved his mouth. Um, but no, I guess McClunky roughly translate from Hutties to this will be the end of you. Yeah. So yeah. again, essentially Wu Tang forever, yeah, right? So yeah, yeah, that's fine. Um, they can do whatever they want. I don't have to watch those copies. So right. <laughs> And, that, and then I'm okay with it. That's what they right, want to yeah. do. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, right. yet another uh, change. Always good. 
All right. So this one we we may want to uh, go a little, little longer on. You know? Two spins um, on the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I don't even know how to do that math. Um, so uh, there was a new series that came out at launch on Disney Plus, and uh, the world was set ablaze mm-hmm. in pop culture. That series is called The Mandalorian. <sighs> Have you heard of it? Yeah. Okay. Moving on? Yep. Sweet. So, <laughs> episode two. No. <laughs> uh, Mandalorian. There are two episodes. Yeah, there are. Mm. So, there's... Uh, maybe people haven't had a chance to see it. Maybe our listeners haven't had a chance mm-hmm. to uh, to delve into these yet. So, maybe let's not spoil the uh, the big cliffhanger. Okay. Maybe save it for next episode, you think? Yeah, I don't know what to do with it. Um Okay. When you and I were texting a little bit about this too. It's hard mm-hmm. not to to talk about it. With, it's hard to talk about it without spoilers. It was hard to yeah. for like Splash Film. They were talking about how it was hard to write about it without doing spoilers mm-hmm. because basically the entire premise uh, is a spoiler. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we can talk about whatever we can, I guess. Okay. And then uh, <laughs> as we get another, we'll be like, is it like one a week? They're coming out. Yes, yeah, every Friday. They okay. had two come out this week, one on launch on Tuesday, kind of a, a special occasion type thing, then uh, Friday yeah. a couple days ago, and then, uh, yeah, every Friday through the rest of the season okay. uh, is, is going to be the new episodes, cool. which seems great. End of the week, yeah. you know what? I'm going to throw on The Mandalorian and uh, chill out. I'm digging that. And, uh, yeah. yeah, oh, my God. Best part? Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> episodes <laughs> under 40 minutes. <laughs> Hell, yeah, the second one's like yes. 32 minutes or 34 or something like that. It was like really short. Yeah, uh, and I love it. You yeah. know what? Just tell your story. Yeah. Don't worry about the time. If it's going to be shorter, that's fine. If it needs to be longer, I'm okay with that as well. Yeah. But don't just like, well, we got to do 50 minutes worth of something here. Yeah. Um, I thought both episodes moved at a pretty good pace. Uh, sure. Both of them were very entertaining. Uh, I thought the special effects looked great for the most part. They were a little little things here and there mm-hmm. that I saw that I was like, yeah. oh, that doesn't look um, quite cinematic, not not exactly what you'd see in a, a Star Wars film, but um, that's just like nitpicking for the most part. Like, everything else looks really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the uh, the story I'm digging, um, this brand new character, um, the, the Mandalorian, is uh, looks very much like, like in the vein of Boba Fett mm-hmm. and, and Jango Fett. But uh, a little bit different. He doesn't have the the little antenna yeah, on top of go. his head. Doesn't you know? have a rocket he's pack. Got, <laughs> yeah, he's got Bluetooth. Um, <laughs> Four point <laughs> and he has a cape. That's pretty crazy. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, I, I was reading a little bit about it because I wasn't really curious. I was curious before, without trying to spoil it for myself. I wanted to know mm-hmm. like really what what was this going into it um, in regards to the Mandalorian, because we've known that Boba Fett wears Mandalorian. Mandalorian armor, but I was like, yeah, what's the connection here? Is it going to be like his grandson or whatever? Like, is this going to be Boba Fett's son and Jango mm-hmm. Fett's grandson or whatever? And uh, they had confirmed online multiple times, some of the creative people in charge of, of these uh, Star Wars canon now, that uh, Boba Fett and Jango Fett are not actually Mandalorians. They just have the armor. So they don't have the same oh. like code and stuff. And they yeah. are just like bounty hunters. Um but they're different, so that's why I was like, okay, that's cool. Like in the in the show, you get some of the Mandalorian like lore a little bit, and I'm I'm hoping mm-hmm. they'll explain a little bit more of that too. But that's mm-hmm. like the the code. They're 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 fighters, they're warriors, stuff like this. But there's like a code to it and all whatever. Um, there's a part yeah. where he's like, I don't want to get into spoilers, but like 
you see a little bit of that basically. Um, right. So that was cool to, to learn a little bit about as well. But then, yeah, watching the show, I thought the, uh, I thought for the most part, the special effects were great. I don't really know of anything in particular I didn't like. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I thought they did pretty well with that. Um, the action is fun. Uh, he, I, for a little bit, I, I, I didn't know who was playing the Mandalorian. Um, oh, yeah. And I was trying to like pick up on the voice, and it actually sounds like Chris Pine to me. Oh, okay. Uh, just the yeah. way it's like modulated, I was like it, tracing that back and like trying to get to someone's voice. It didn't. I, what's the guy's name right now? I can't remember. I was getting mixed up with Pedro. Uh, Pedro Pascal. Yeah, okay. I was getting mixed up with Diego mm-hmm. Luna, who's also in Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I'm like, I don't think I've seen Pedro Pascal in a lot of things, so I don't know his voice mm-hmm. that well. And so, like yeah. for the first, the whole first episode, I was like, when are they going to reveal this is Chris Pine? Because I nailed it. I got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so well, I'm. I like that he just, uh, you know, we don't we don't really know. I guess that maybe that'd be a spoiler, mm-hmm. but he he wears his helmet basically. Uh, right. Which is yeah. cool, but uh, what- yeah. Which I like, which yeah, I like, even fun. though it's a brown person, you know, uh-huh. I want him to represent <laughs> yeah, right. like we know in real life. He uh, that's who it is. But uh, but yeah, I, I like the idea that we don't see him take his helmet off. Mm-hmm. You know, we don't we don't see who's under there. Yeah. Um, it makes it more mysterious and uh, a little more interesting to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, at the end of episode one, there's a, uh, a major cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Um that sets you know, up the, the Mandalorian. Whole story, yeah, Mandalorian's <laughs> going after something, and uh, what that thing is was uh, surprising to uh, to a lot of people. Uh, I'll be honest; I had it uh, spoiled for me. On I a, did too. Uh, on a oh, damn yeah, it. you tried to warn me, and I got I, it from an unexpected place. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Um, it's like up through Friday, it was it was fine. Uh-huh. Like, I, I heard there was a cliffhanger, and I just didn't have time to, like, sit down and give the, the episode the attention it needed, yeah. you know? So I was, I was going to save it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I, uh, I came across a thing where it was like, here's the, uh, here's the, the cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. Just, like, in the, the image for the, <laughs> yeah, the article. The I was like, why? Why would you? Why? Bitches. Why do that? Yeah, just wait, like, a full week, yeah. you know? Good Lord. Yeah. Good Lord. But yeah, <laughs> I, uh, I had mentioned, uh, the other week, whenever you and I were doing our countdown of like w- the way we would order the star Wars movies in our head, uh, I'd gotten mm-hmm. that idea from Jason Kander on Twitter, uh, who's a, mm-hmm. uh, an old politician that I follow. And he had tweeted a picture of that because he saw it was that, that the word I won't say for it as well was trending on Twitter which I don't ever look at the yeah. trending on Twitter. I just look at my feed and the people that I've selected. So I didn't see the, the trending thing, which would have given me the hint anyway. But then he posted a picture of it because he, he said he showed it to his wife and she was like, yeah. we need to buy Disney Plus because of this. And I was like, yeah, right. we do. And I was like, okay, that's probably going to be the big spoiler. So I watched it. Mm-hmm. And then I didn't know if Amanda, my wife, would want to see the show or not. And I was like, yeah, it's like a space western. And she was like, ugh. Yeah. And I was like, it's great, but like, I don't know if it'd really be her show, but I was like, but they have this in here. I think you would like, and mm-hmm. she was like, oh my God, that sounds great. So yeah, I did spoil it for her on purpose. Cause that might get yeah. her to do it. So, you know, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, episodes one and two are out right now. Next episode will come out later this week on Friday and, uh, for the rest of the series. Yeah, so awesome. check it out and, uh, we'll discuss it a little bit more on the next cool. episode. Of the terror table. Wait, oh, what? what? <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> All right. Well, we made it through our mini topics pretty well. I mean, we got we're just over thirty minutes recording time right now. So yeah, but yeah. it never happens. That's that's pretty fantastic. I feel pretty good about ourselves. Not, not too shabby. Yeah. So, 
Um, let's just leave the mics on. We'll uh, each take a bathroom break. Okay. Uh, Sounds good. Leave it on the show. Yeah. Should Come I back. bring it with and, me? And uh, let me just say, I've uh, had a lot of coffee, <laughs> so I'm going to be a while. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. No, let's uh, let's just jump into uh, episode two talk. Cool. Yeah. Um, obviously, spoilers. Spoilers just for straight this. Straight up. Um, yeah. Look, um, I don't want that side to put forward any thoughts of uh, my opinion on this movie. Okay, I do. Um, because that that's not necessarily my opinion mm, on this okay. film. Um, I uh, I know we like to joke around a lot on the show, but on this rewatch, you know, I'm 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 getting back into. Or I guess not getting back, just like getting into Star Wars, sure. right? So uh, I went into watching this movie with an open mind, and uh, I I had to like break up my viewing of this film um, mm. in chunks because uh, I would start watching it at home, and then I'd have to do something around the house, and then I'd you know, watch a little bit more later on as I was going to bed, and then finish it the next day. So um, I'd try not to let any of that like. Uh, play a factor mm-hmm. into my my thoughts on the film, but uh, just so people have an idea of how I I try to go in with a a clear mind, you know I don't want to go in just thinking like oh this is a prequel it's automatically bad yeah. or whatever. You know I was trying to trying to give it a chance, sure. especially watching it in this machete AKA El Test nunchuck mm-hmm. order. Um, you know I was I was uh, doing my best to um, to go in with a a, a clear mind. Uh-huh. How about you? You went in, you were trying to be a Jedi. That's right. You were trying to, like, get rid of any frustration or anger you might have felt for this movie as you watched this as a kid, and you thought it was cool at first, and then looking back later, you were like, what? A, what? No, I like Star Wars. <laughs> oh, wait, this is my story? Not your story. Sorry. Yes, I had to go back through this with a clear mind as well, Brent. Try to okay. try to forget years of, of not liking this movie. Um, we'll see if it succeeded. Spoiler alert. <laughs> there's not there's some good things in it and i wrote down i wrote down notes this time um first okay. time in the star wars series ahead um i definitely had to because i didn't remember as much of it as well either so uh do you right, have notes no. as well this time i do i do um do you have the cast and crew there um because i don't i i knew that george lucas directed this movie and i assume he wrote it as well but uh, i i think mm. he did that for all the prequels yeah, right? um, at least I was actually surprised, too. I thought that he just straight out wrote this. I thought he wrote all of them and, and directed all of them, but he did have a co-writer, mm-hmm. at least on this one, that I was looking oh. at the other day. Um, so, yeah, let's go through it. Um, so this was directed by George Lucas. It was screenwritten by George Lucas and Jonathan Hales. Um, so Jonathan Hales is only famous for two things. He's famous for Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones, and before that... And kicking ass. <laughs> And he's all out of episode two. Um, so uh, before that, he also uh, worked on the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles television series with George oh, Lucas. Okay. So right. that's how they knew each other. But that's really all he had done, I guess. Um, hmm. He was, uh, I, I, and he might have worked on. A, he's credited on a few things with a story for the um, for the Mummy. Oh no! Oh great! He's he's credited with the uh, 2002 prequel to the Mummy, the Scorpion King. That's not good. Uh, and the 2002 Star Wars film, Episode 2, Attack of the Clones. So anyway, not much under his belt, but uh, I'm a, I'm, that makes more sense to me. I've never seen the Young Indiana Jones Chronicles from what I've seen of, like, images of it, whatever, videos and stuff, uh, Once Upon a Time. It seems to fit with this thing where it has, like, a weird childlike vibe of adventure, you know? 
mm-hmm. um, that I just don't know that gelled real with me. But um, yeah. so starring Ewan McGregor, Natalie Portman, Hayden Christensen is now um, in the role. And for us, we just skipped episode one. So he is just in right. the role of Anakin, which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Ian McDiarmid, uh, who plays the Chancellor Palpatine, um, Sam Jackson, Christopher Lee, Anthony Daniels, Kenny Baker, and Frank Oz. So that is everybody in there. Oh, yeah. So do you want to just get into mm. talking about the movie? Or? I think we just jump straight in, man. Okay. Um, is the, kind of do you know got. who the composer was? Was that John, John Williams, Williams still? Also? Yeah, he came back for, really? the, okay. for the prequel series. So Okay. Mm. Okay. I didn't know that. Okay. Um, like a lot of the music in this, unless it was, you know, some of the... Um, the big like Star Wars music that I'm aware of from mm-hmm. the the first two movies, it really didn't um, click with me. Um, yeah. That's not to say that it's not good or whatever. It's just like this. It it just didn't. Um, didn't have the icon status. Like I don't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't hear bits of the uh, score from any of the prequel movies that people point out. And it's like, yeah, but you know the the score here is is good. Um, there's a little bit of music from. Um, like Vader's theme, yeah, kind of toward the end of this uh, and whatnot, which is you know piques my interest. But that music's so iconic anyway that it's just mm-hmm. how can you not notice it? You know, yeah. I was reading about it on here while you were talking uh, on Wikipedia that they were saying John Williams came back and they did recreate the Imperial March from Empire Strikes Back for his first chronological mm-hmm. appearance uh, in the in the series <laughs> in this film. Yeah. Um, they, I guess there was like a hint of it at the very end of Episode One, but this is when it like came back oh. and everything, so it's kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not sure uh, if this is the song I'm thinking of. There is one piece of score that I do like in this, even though it's what I'll talk about is my least favorite storyline is the love affair of Anakin and Padme. Uh, yeah. And and I guess the song I think it is Across the Stars. But there's like a, a love theme basically for them that I've always really liked um, that I feel oh, okay. like I remember actually years ago. I'd gotten so used to liking it that I was talking to my brother Danny, who had gotten me into like listening to scores and stuff. Um, and I was like, "Yeah, I love this song, you know, in Star Wars." And he was like, "Oh, yeah, it's like that was introduced in Attack the Clones." And I was like, "Oh, like it sounds so good to me that mm-hmm. I remember it uh, as if it's always been there." Uh, but it's it's specifically like one part of the score, and the rest of it, yeah. I was thinking this time that I was like, oh, it's kind of throwaway. I didn't really like. It's not a whole lot with it that I really like latched right. onto. So, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm looking at the uh, the music for that love song. And there's just a small bit of lyrics that's not in the movie, mm-hmm. but at the beginning, it says, uh, "Hey girl, dial it." <laughs> So you have the non-radio edit. Yeah, uh, obviously. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Pitbull's <laughs> Pitbull's best. You know, they brought brought back Pitbull. If you're gonna have a love theme for mm-hmm. two major characters in your whole story, gotta bring in Pitbull for that. You gotta bring in Pitbull. You gotta, you gotta dial it. Yeah, turn that love dial. <laughs> Was Pitbull really big in 2002? Well, no, but you know, people gotta start somewhere. You know, that's right. George yeah. Lucas likes to give a hand to uh, young talent. That's nice. Give mm-hmm. him a shot on yeah. that. And, and Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> Shots fired at Pitbull. <laughs> Who shot first? Me. <laughs> I'm clunky. <laughs> That's right, bitch. <laughs> well, the, uh, the first note that I have about yes. this movie was uh, bad smoke effects. 
whenever, uh, okay. and this is early on, this is whenever, so the story that we, we get into, I guess, um, doing our nunchuck order, this machete order, is, is interesting because there, what I realized I was doing for the first 30 minutes was trying to be like, oh, where was this person, where was this character in the last film that I, we just skipped? Like, where were they in episode one? Because I don't remember mm-hmm. that well, and I was trying to connect it. And then I was like, no, I'm supposed to just lop that all, all out. I don't yeah. know that story. And then I get this. And uh, yeah. so I guess leading into it, it's like all we know is, you know, we ended The Empire Strikes Back, which I watched the last little bit again uh, right before I started mm-hmm. episode two. Um, yesterday yeah. morning and uh, and it was also fun by the way my viewing experience I just got up in the morning and put this on I put on like an episode of Gargoyles first put this on uh, watch The Mandalorian right after that that's gonna be a, a change I'd yeah. tell you if you try to do that one um, yeah a whiplash <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah it was uh, it was cool like just to watch this you know kind of a kid on a Saturday morning or whatever you know this kind of kid like movie or whatever yeah, um, yeah, but yeah. So we get to end Empire Strikes Back, which you know is uh, a lot of people's very favorite movie of of the whole series, and the the darkest chapter, some might say, for the whole series. And then you flash back to these, and I had been excited about it. And Brent, you had kind of uh, expressed some trepidation about getting back to Episode Two from that. And uh, yeah. I gotta say, I, I, I was too, but like I was still excited about it, and it was really jarring to me. To go yeah. from, especially since I watched the last like thirty minutes of Empire and then went right into this, it just looks different. It feels different. It's yeah. just hard to get into it so much for me. And uh, mm-hmm. the smoke effects that I met, briefly mentioned at the beginning of this is why I kind of bring that up. It just like immediately felt like a cartoon. It feels like a CGI <laughs> landscape. It looks so yeah. fake, and it just throws yeah. me out of it a lot. So I, I was curious how you know what was that experience like for you as well. So the the smoke effects, I don't really. Yeah, I don't really have any specific memories of, of mm. seeing those, but to your larger point about the CGI sure. and whatnot, everything looks like it's ready for PlayStation 2, which is like, <laughs> yes. if everything was like that, that'd be fine. But it's just so odd looking yeah. to have real human actors in there. Like if, um, like Yoda's in this movie, mm-hmm. and he, like he looks fine for a CGI Yoda, as long as all the other characters are CGI. Yeah. But once he interacts with actual, like, humans that were filmed, mm-hmm. it looks out of place or whatever. And, you know, this movie came out in 2000, what was it, 2002? Two, yeah. Yeah. So, obviously, there's going to be uh, a level of quality that's not up to today's standards. But yeah. it's uh, so much of this movie is CGI. Like, Almost every background yeah. you see, even if it's in, in a, a room, yeah. yeah, it's it's all CGI. And uh, there's this weird glow effect. Anytime anyone's around a window, yeah. it's just the, the light from the window is so overpowering <laughs> that the person's body is almost engulfed in being backlit, yeah. which is so strange. They're like, but, this looks great. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. But um, even in like scenes where it's not necessarily nighttime but like maybe at dusk or whatever it's just they are glowing yeah. standing in front of this window so uh, they need to get some like better treated windows or something like double pane <laughs> just do something guys it's start with all the you have flying cars and shit you got the money for double pane windows <laughs> we know it come on I'm, I'm just trying to imagine if like somebody like got up and, and from their bedroom and walked into their living room with these big giant ass <laughs> windows you would be blinded yeah. immediately just from like all the reflected light no it's, curtains it's insane nothing. no some plantation um, blinds 
something <laughs> that's problematic <laughs> yeah. um, but uh my my literal first note here is uh i i knew this film was not going to be up to par with the other movies mm. because uh there is neither a trash nor oh, a yeah. water scene <laughs> in this film uh, which is the the secret in the secret That's sauce the secret of sauce, what makes yeah. Star Wars work. Um, because, um, not to spoil anything, but both of those things make an appearance in The Mandalorian. <laughs> yeah, so there you, go. <laughs> you be the judge, you know? Um, my, my next note here is that uh, when Padme's double mm. dies at the beginning of this movie, is that... Um, good Lord, I can't think of her I name. I think it is, uh, though. I'll have to look her up. What is that? Act? I cannot think of her her name. She's a major actress. No, I know. <laughs> I feel bad. Because they had a... Episode one also had, like, uh, Keira Knightley was one of her... Uh, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, and then... Uh, yeah. Is that your thing for this one? Uh-huh. Okay, I, it might have been her. I, I think also there's another... Um, there's another actress, not as, not as big, I can't remember who it is right now, who also plays one of the uh, smaller roles of those. Um, oh, uh, Rose... Oh, Rose Byrne. Byrne, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, she's yeah, mm. like her. Um, there's a, there's yeah. another one that I thought was in that too. So there's there's a lot of people oh. that look a lot alike, I guess, when you put some makeup yeah. on them uh, that really uh-huh. work for that. So that's pretty funny. Um, but yeah, so you had Rose Byrne in this one. Um, yeah, go for it. But but I thought it was funny when uh, Padme's double dies, you know, at that explosion because she's dressed as Princess Amidala, whereas uh, Princess Amidala is like disguised as like a, a guard or something mm-hmm. like that in the, the opening scene. Yeah. But uh, the decoy, she dies, and when the the real princess runs over there, the uh, the double says, "I'm I'm sorry that I failed you." But really, she's like, "You you literally did what you were supposed to yeah. do." That was like, "You you've succeeded. Yeah, good job. That actually, High yeah. five her, you know." And then you know, barrier. <laughs> she gives her like a little star sticker on her nose as she as she slowly <laughs> slips into the death into the, the void. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, she did it. She really did it. Um, also, like you said, Sam Jackson yes. is in this movie, and uh, I mean that pushes it up up there uh-huh. for me. Uh, like obviously, I knew he was in the, the, the prequels, but uh, I, I do enjoy seeing him in this this role. And his lightsaber, lightsaber sparkle, Brent. you know. I mean, honestly, if I'm being honest, uh-huh. Sam Jackson is one of the reasons why I love purple hey, so much. You, you know, right it's his favorite color. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, maybe there's something to this. And uh, he's right. Jackson. I'm just, yeah, obviously, you know, I can only take it so far, yeah. you know, without being, <laughs> without being canceled. But, you know, it's like, yeah, don't, don't make a Halloween costume though. Don't nope. go too far. Nope. Stay away from that. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, later on, whenever he is being a badass Jedi and, uh, and all that, I had written a note. Uh, how cool is it that Sam Jack is, Jackson is in motherfucking Star Wars? It Fuck still yeah. is awesome, and his purple lightsaber yeah. is bitching. So, uh, mm-hmm. big fan of that. Absolutely, he's he's a big help for this, um, and he's cool. He's kind of like a calm Jedi role. It's kind of different for him. So, yeah, yeah. And there's a, a scene in this where um, Yoda is in this little like this room meditating, and Sam Jackson. We kind of follow him into that room, and there's a little like like futon or or um, something that he. He gets on, but the way he hops on it, he oh, like yeah. comes at it from the back and then swoops his legs around and holds them in front of him. Yeah. I was like, is is he watching Gargoyles on a Saturday morning on Disney Plus? Like, 
It was, it's a very adorable, very adorable and unexpected way for Absolutely. Sam Jackson to watch that. approach sitting on a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I feel like I kind of remember that, but I've never really thought about it that much. And now I'm like, yeah, uh-huh. that sounds, uh, he's just so cute. That's what I say about Sam Jackson all the time. He's just so cute. People say it all the yeah. time. <laughs> yep. That motherfucking yep. guy is adorable. <laughs> We got to get these motherfucking snakes off this mother... Oh, is that a futon? Oh. I don't think that's the right word. What am I trying Casting to say? Couch. Like at the end of a chair? Not a cat. <laughs> the way he sits down and spreads his butthole. Yeah. It's amazing. No, um, it's at the, the end of a, of, a, of a chair. You have this little like footstool, like uh, padded yeah. footstool. Do you know what that's like called? Like a chaise? Chaise lounge? Okay, sure. That's that's what it is. That's what I'm thinking of. A futon is more of a folding bed situation. Yes, that's right. mm-hmm. um, that was incorrect. Uh, I would like to take this moment to apologize to the futon mm-hmm. haver community. Uh, it was not my intention to get your hopes Thank up you. that uh, Sam Jackson sits on this folding bed chair thing uh, and later reclines it and lays down into a pose. Only one. <laughs> can refer to as a hey girl mm-hmm. oh, yeah. uh, type of pose uh, talking to Master Yoda. That was not my intention, and I do apologize, and I'm sorry. I think I speak for the listeners. Uh, I don't have a, a futon, but I think that was really nice, uh, and we thank you for saying that. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And mm-hmm. also, um, speaking of hey girl, one of the mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> trivia notes for this movie was that Lucas filmed in sync as a small background cameo as the band, I guess. Like, I'm not sure what they were uh, to satisfy his daughters, uh, but they were subsequently cut out. Oh, that's a weird sentence. Yeah, it is. Uh, They were subsequently cut out of the film on post-production. So I'm not sure if that exists anywhere, but we could have had curly hair Justin Timberlake and all the boys uh, in these movies. Mm -hmm. Might have gotten our girls to watch these. Yeah. Amanda, at one point, by the way, she was she's fine with like most of Star Wars and stuff. Uh, she likes the new ones, I think, a lot. She likes the older ones, mm-hmm. um, like the original ones. Okay, at least. Uh, but I was watching episode two, and she walked in the room, and she was like, "Ugh." So it's one of the like the prequels, and I was like, "Yeah." And she was, "Ugh." I just walked out of the room. That <laughs> 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 so was pretty good. Uh, she yeah. started packing her bags. <laughs> like, I, I won't I be back. I have to for the podcast. I told her I was like <laughs> I. Uh, it's a chore. I, I watch this in multiple viewings as well for different reasons. Oh, okay. But uh, yeah. partly because I, 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 the first night I watched it really late and I knew I'd only get through a little bit of it, started to fall mm-hmm. asleep. I start watching it again the next morning and uh, had to like get up and do other things sometimes, whatever. I just couldn't, couldn't watch it in mm-hmm. one full viewing. Um, what my next note though is uh, I, I try to watch this as, you know, with a different mindset of thinking about it in the realm of why we're watching it the way we are is like a flashback from where we were um, kind of coming up through Darth Vader's story and stuff and through that my main thing is that I, I like Hayden Christensen in some things um, mm-hmm. other movies but I just think he was miscast it's not so much to me that he was bad in this I think that George Lucas's directing of them was kind of bad as well yeah. I think he just kind of mm-hmm. gave what he could I just think he doesn't fit with what any of us would have expected with Darth Vader. And I can't reconcile. I called him a, a whiny, creepy bitch at one point in my notes. <laughs> and I can't. I, in your in your email yeah. to him. And it's, I, but that's the thing is like Hayden Christensen, Christensen caught so much um, crap from this. But uh, yeah. just like Jake Lloyd did, the, the kid who played in episode one. But um, mm. I just don't think I can get behind him 
becoming that. And and it, I tried to watch it with like open eyes this time, and it still just like just does not work. And that's kind of what I landed on. So yeah, so that was going to be one of the things I was going to mention regarding Hayden Christensen. Christensen is uh, it's hard to say for he, some reason. He yeah he's. He's not good in this movie, mm. but also no one is good in this movie. Yeah, right. Like, so like <laughs> everyone's before like Natalie Portman, she's like acting real stilted, uh-huh. and then even Sam Jackson and like a lot of the performers. Um, unless you're a villain, then it's just like fucking go nuts, yeah. you know? Yeah, totally. Um, uh, Count Dooku. Uh huh. He's yeah. Fun name. All day. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. But, I love his um, lightsaber. It's got like a curve oh, yeah. on the end of it, mm-hmm. like a cane. It's pretty cool. Or a penis. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's actually modeled after his dick. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. But, um, yeah, I, I, and I just got it that it was a sense of like the directing of like, Noah, I really <laughs> prefer you do it like this, you know, it's like, yeah. and it'd be better if it was bad, you know? Um, pretty much. But there's, there's like just some really awkward, like the, uh, the whole romance between, um, Anakin and Padme yeah, cut it is out, just right? so it's so gross yeah. <laughs> it's so awkward and it's so gross like there's a, a part where they're uh, on her planet I believe mm. and they're like out on like leaning on uh, not even a balcony because it's, it's like, like floor level or whatever like a, a railing yeah, yeah. yeah and Hayden Christensen is I guess told to like awkwardly swipe the back of his <laughs> finger on her like arm or her back or something like uh. that but it's just like done poorly. Yeah. Like it's that's where I put like my note, if, if, the creepy note. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> it's it's weird. I, I could see like if it were handled better yeah. from a directing standpoint that I'd buy into the, the love story a little bit more, but um yeah, it was just not not working. Especially since he's got this weird like rat tail. It really throws uh, you off, right? Yeah, it's it's bizarre. Yeah. It's like he he went to like the space bar where he's like, I want one dreadlock, yeah. but on the side, <laughs> and beaded. Um, yeah, that look just looks bad on him for for one. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a weird look in general for the Jedi, like yeah. the uh, Padawans to have and everything. But um, another thing this leads into that I'm curious for Episode Three is that um, I, I was trying to think of this as like if we got in a different story and what I like about this or don't like about this is the backstory. And one of them is I, I like that in episode one, uh, Obi-Wan had that, like, shaved head with the, the weird, like, braid coming down. Um, but yeah. it's not as noticeable. And, like, he looks fine like that. But then he looks so much better in this one when he has, like, a beard and he looks like a Jedi and everything. And I, I wish that Anakin would grow a beard. I wish that he would look like more of a Jedi Knight in the yeah. next one. And that this would have, like, led different ways or whatever. Maybe he would have been closer to to ending his apprenticeship than even he is now or whatever. But, um yeah, there's there's just something about the uh, the romance as you were talking about that um, just is really off putting, and there's yeah. really nothing that like there's no reason that they show us that they're like really in love. He's just always liked her because he was nine years old and he popped a boner the last time he saw her, and right, he's yeah. like she's been the love of my life. And I'm not sure how old I, she's pretty young queen. They talk about that in the mm-hmm. last movie, but like I'm thinking like sixteen. So this is supposed to be 10 years later. So she's like 26. He's like 19, we'll say, or whatever. It's not like a huge yeah. difference, but it just feels weird knowing that they came from like, he was like a little kid and she yeah. looks exactly the same. Um, and now right. he's just yeah. older. And I guess you just have to lop that off because we didn't watch it, right? Like I was trying to like forget yeah. that too. But um, yeah. I just don't buy this like great love affair. 
And mm-hmm. the way they portrayed it, I was just like, I don't need any of this in here at all. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's boring. Um, and they don't really do a good job of, like, their chemistry is so off. So, yeah. It's hard to get behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Very true. Um, th- I, I, like you said, I tried to just like wipe episode one just completely out of my oh, as I punch my mic, uh, completely it. out of my head as I was um, watching this. Uh-huh. So the the romance wasn't as creepy yeah, as it helps. like actually is, you know. But still, it's just so awkward and uncomfortable to watch yeah. that I I just don't it's I don't want any part of it. <laughs> just that they're acting alone, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, did you catch the uh, the very quick, very quick anti smoking? Oh no! PSA I didn't. that's in this, where um, Ewan McGregor as Obi Wan Kenobi wearing his best first Thor movie wig uh, oh, yeah. goes into that bar <laughs> after the uh, the hover car chase. I do remember the part you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. the The guy offers him uh, death sticks. Yeah, he's like, "No, you don't want to do that. You want to go home and jack off and go to bed or whatever." Um, it's like, oh, okay. So, well, there you go. It kind of reminds me of uh, uh, Clerks. I know. It's just thinking of uh, nails. The, the cancer sticks yeah. whole thing, you know? The yeah. whole guy yeah, doing that. That's awesome. Yeah. That's really funny. Uh, I had forgotten about that. But, yeah, whenever you started talking about it, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember because it's, like, really on the nose. These death sticks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I wish that there was a more adult version of this where he told him to go jack off and go to sleep. And he was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a Millennium Falcon I can go jack off in with all of my friends. That would be fun. My, uh, one of the notes I had was um, kind of in regards to the, the whole plot, like uh, the different things we see throughout, but then specifically like if, if you were to cut out the love story and what you had left and everything. Um, so mm-hmm. one of my main early thoughts was, uh, and as I talked about, it's kind of like cartoonish or whatever, but I, I said I'd like to think of the OG trilogy and the new trilogy that we have, like starts with Force Awakens that we're leading into now, as like the real deal canon. I like to think of it starting from there and then continuing on. But uh, this one through three trilogy are like fun Jedi adventures. Like if they had cut them up into little pieces and they were just little shows on Disney Plus, um, that you mm-hmm. just get to see. Like, I loved the scene where they're flying through the air and, like, doing the, the chase of the bounty hunter um, through that city and everything. And it's, like, there's, like, it's, like, yeah. it's like the fifth element. There's, like, cars flying, like, in lanes and everything. And um, it's pretty cool. The sound effects were really cool in that scene, I thought. Mm-hmm. The sound design. Yeah. Um, they do, like, those ships flying by and stuff with making, like, cool, like, whistle noises and stuff. And, um, and it looked really thrilling. I thought the effects were really good. And I'm, like, that mm-hmm. one scene was really fun. And if that was just, like, a cool little snippet... Uh, of seeing those guys together in their Jedi adventures, I'd be like, I would be more down with that. But like the whole flow right. of the movie, I just don't know that I would care for. And mm-hmm. it made me think that that's I, I, maybe I should approach. I've never really watched any of the cartoon series. Um, they have like Rebels and um, uh, Clone, Clone Wars. Wars. Yeah, Clone Wars. Right. Like yeah. I've never tried any mm-hmm. of those things, and I was like, maybe that's more what I'm looking for. Something that's like outside of it. But like I don't want to mm-hmm. think of these as like canon for it. I just want to think of them as like fun Jedi adventures. And uh, right. my last one was that I still think two and three, you do that. Uh, episode one, you do the same thing with, but it's a little kid adventures. And I called it Anakin Skywalker, kid Jedi. 
<laughs> and it's just like pod racing. You cut out all the bullshit in that as well, all the trade federation mm-hmm. bullshit. Just like the fun stuff of like them finding Anakin or whatever, you know, um, and him like going in space and blowing stuff up. Whoa, I'm a little kid. And it's just Anakin Skywalker. Um, and then so I think if you chop them up that way, I would they they would be more digestible to me. But as is, yeah. it's like real canon. I, I just there's not much I get I gained from this movie at least. Um, leading in how we're watching it to the main story, I'm like, there's not a whole lot mm-hmm. I'm gleaning from it that's going to be much better. There's a lot of fanny shit, uh, fanny shit service, sure, shitty fan service that uh, <laughs> that, I, that I got that I didn't really care for. So, fanny shin shorts. Yeah. <laughs> Episode title. Love it. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, so. One of my notes was that I like Yoda's Professor X chair, his little like hover chair nah, um, sure. he rides around in. Um, but like he walks with a cane in this movie until he he doesn't have to. Yep, <laughs> he's faking it. It's so bizarre. Yeah, it's, it's weird. Like it's just Walker. like what is this just for show? Yeah. It's like when uh when uh people with good vision wear glasses. Mm-hmm. You know, there's like to the, look with cool. the fake lenses. Yeah. yeah. So it's it's. Yoda's in his like pimp phase where he's got that cane he's walking around with, you know. To be fair, you you don't need your glasses, right? You were talking about yourself. No, because right, yeah, because I don't have eyeballs. So <laughs> people don't know that about you. It's a podcast. They yeah, don't know. yeah, yeah. Technically, you don't need glasses, yeah. but you wear them. It's like, yeah, well, I don't have eyeballs either. Like, oh, okay, well, you know, all right. You're surprisingly good driver, though. Yeah, yeah. you know, for me, <laughs> yeah. you you don't hit a lot of stuff. You have that bumper rail, the bumper car rail around uh-huh. your car. The yeah. install, which is yeah. cool. It works. And that it little works. like pole that sticks up and like causes sparks. <laughs> yeah. Like I've only been burned by that like six to seven times That's worth this it. week. So yeah. 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 It's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Um my uh my next note was uh was real stupid, but I thought mm. it's worth bringing up on this show. Um Anakin is very close to Anna Kendrick. Um that's oh. the entirety <laughs> of that note. Um I, I had a whole setup for it uh, that I meant to put at the beginning of our conversation. Uh-huh. I didn't do that. Oh, so now we're all paying the price. Well, that's fine. Mm-hmm. I like it. Um, maybe she was, you know, maybe her dad was like, "I'm gonna sneak in uh, a Star Wars reference into my kid's name. My last name mm-hmm. is Kendrick. I'm gonna name my daughter mm-hmm. Anna. My wife will never know that really yeah. Anakin is in her family. I'm with you. True. And then in Pitch Perfect, the first first movie mm-hmm. she talks about star wars and how she guessed the the big cliffhanger at the end of there Empire. you go return of the favor yeah yeah oh return of the favor yeah yeah i could hmm. uh i could be behind like a anna kendrick being in this as the dark lord look like if anna kendrick mm-hmm. is in the um rise anakin role oh okay yeah okay Ooh. oh that'd be a, a lot more interesting right yeah what mm-hmm. if we learned he was like went through a lot of a process drink right. you know <laughs> through the whole journey that would really yeah. open up the doors <laughs> pretty good yeah um let's see here oh mm-hmm. one other note i've got here is that a lot of the dialogue sounds 80 yard to me mm-hmm. yeah um i can see that i don't know if you if yeah. i don't pick up on that as much as you i think you have a better ear for that um but when you say it i'm like yeah i can see that yeah but it's like they would be acting in a scene and they'd be talking and like if you have just the dialogue by itself which isn't like outstanding in this movie a lot of it seems like kind of first draftish or just like placeholder dialogue Uh that was never uh replaced um 
it seems like the way they act in the movie visually sells the line more than what the actual like audio mm. portrays it as yeah. like like george was like mm, i have a note here maybe just make it uninteresting <laughs> if people fall asleep in the theater they can't give an honest review <laughs> and we are driving a pile of shit right now we <laughs> got to get through this that's right I did uh, not. It wasn't first draft, but I did read a little bit on the Wikipedia trivia stuff about the writing of this. That he finished his first rough draft of the script about three months before production, because they were doing him like back to back. And he did write two more drafts in that time, and then he brought on that uh, other writer that he had known to to do some more stuff with it. But uh, they said that they, I think, they finished the script like a week before production began. So they really were, like, down to the wire. And uh, yeah. it seems like that surprised me that he was done with his first rough draft three months before because I don't know the timeline of how they all shot all of those in a row and everything, but um, it seemed like if you were planning on a trilogy, maybe you should have the trilogy planned out. Maybe, like, that's that seems like it could be why we have the ones we have. Like, they all feel yeah. rushed or something, you know what I mean? Yeah. So... But that's not the Star Wars way. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, like the, the original trilogy, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there was the first movie. Who knows if they were going to make a, a, a second, you know? Kind of, it was risky. Yeah. But it was successful, so they, they made a second one. I don't know if they planned uh, the that's, uh, that sequel and uh, Jedi mm-hmm. at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Kind of how that worked yeah. out. But um, even with the, the modern movies, you know, seven and eight, there, there's some continuity uh-huh. there, but eight was just like totally different. Well, let's just let's just take it a, in a totally different direction, Fair or enough. whatever, you know. Yeah. So, so this is just a a, a string of successes by happenstance, <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's a ragtag group of rebellious yeah. filmmakers, so yeah. kind of fits. Um, mm-hmm. I I do think that. Lucas, I don't know. I, I, I want to think that he's has good ideas in mind for this. We've talked about this a little bit in the past. I, I just like the better, the newer directors better. Um, even though I think like episode eight is is a little controversial for me and a lot of people, I still mm-hmm. think it's like worlds better than these, right? Um, right. By so many accounts, but uh, I'm just not sure that I like where the story went more than, than anything. And with these, mm-hmm. I feel like I'm not sure that I needed the backstory that we got either. Um, and I, but I wondered one of the things kind of with the acting and stuff and, and not just Hayden Christensen, Christensen but um, Natalie Portman and stuff like you were saying, like there was one line of hers in particular that I was like, you know, if I had heard this in one of the original Star Wars movies and Princess Leia said it, like if I put myself there a little bit, I can kind of get what he's going for. But what it really boiled down to me, uh, for me, whatever was, um, it doesn't have the same campy quality that the originals could have because of when they were made Mm -hmm. and the way they were made with that like ragtag group of filmmakers doing this you know with like models and stuff it feels like he's had so much money he can do all of this in green screen it just it it lacks an earnestness to it i feel that it can't be campy and earnest like it is in the originals and it can't be now where it's like they're showing it like we used to have but it's i think they're the newer ones are like more serious like they fit more Mm -hmm. modern storytelling and this is somewhere in the middle where they were trying to do better with digital stuff and it didn't quite look great and they were trying to have that some of the the goofy qualities 
to it. Gorsh. Um, mm-hmm. But they don't really feel good. There's something about it that just yeah. doesn't feel right. And I don't yeah. really know. I can't put my finger quite on it. But um, earnestness is the best thing, I guess, I can say. That it just doesn't have the same kind of weight to it. And they don't. They feel like they were just told. And like they're almost beaten down. And George is just like, just be uninterested, like you said, or whatever. And then... Mm. They all feel like that. It's so weird. Um, it's just off-putting. When you, when you say these movies are lacking a sense of earnestness, you're talking about P. Whirl, right? Yes. Ernest P. Whirl, uh, right? Yeah. I wasn't... Know what I mean, Bert? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a big fan of his, guys. And right. anything mm-hmm. I can put him in, I want him to be in. And this... I felt mm-hmm. like he could have... He could have brought a gravitas to these movies. Mm-hmm. And that's saying something. Absolutely. But... Much like the character of Slinky Dog in the original <laughs> Toy Story. Yeah. He brought something to that character yeah. that we all didn't know we wanted. Truth. But God damn it, we got it. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, on that same note, I <laughs> I made a note mm. that said uh, this movie is charmless. There's That's just a good no, word for it, yeah. No uh-huh. charm to it, which is what the original trilogy has, yeah, in I spades, think. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the, the, the character's... Um, or, and, and the actors in that, that matter, they have a good rapport. It feels like they were screen tested together. They all, yeah, right. I don't know what, if there was behind the scenes drama or what, but on screen, there's some chemistry there. Whereas there's almost none present in, mm-hmm. in this movie, you know, I haven't seen the, the third one, um, or episode three in a long yeah. time. So I don't, don't want to prejudge that one, but yeah, this one is like, it's, it's almost like a, a action-adventure movie mm. by checklist. It's yes. like, okay, so we've got the action scene here, here, and here. Check those off. Uh, let's see, we've got some CGI characters. Um, we'll check off these 948 boxes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got the, the the romance. There we go. We'll check that one off. And totally are we right. missing anything? Oh, it's we need to sh- start filming in three seconds. Well, I guess that's it. Yep. Do we have Jar Jar in there? <laughs> Fuck yeah, we do. That was my note. Fucking Jar Jar. My God. Every time I saw him on screen, I was like, okay, this is this is enough. Yeah. No more. They did use him uh, really limited in this. Yes. One of the things, yeah. um, they said the new script that he wrote, the rough draft, was titled Jar Jar's New Adventures as a joke because uh, everybody hated him so much in the first one. That was pretty good. Uh, but you're not wrong. You, you're... For, first off, very much right in the way that you watch the film and you're just like, this feels like they just checked off the boxes. But mm-hmm. one of the ones that I had a huge problem with um, that I was like, why are we even here? What, it, uh, and it reminded me of Galaxy Quest when they go through the gauntlet that's on the ship for no reason. There's a part where uh, they're going, like Anakin is trying to save Padme as she is dropped onto this uh, machinery and this big factory with sparks oh, everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's so right? funny. That's exactly what I thought <laughs> yeah, of, too. That's so weird. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, as I put it, um, let me see. They, uh, they, <laughs> they are in the gauntlet of gold butter pat making machines. Uh, that's all I can tell that they do. Um, they make no sense. Anakin gets his arm stamped in one, and then it, for some reason yeah. he doesn't get his arm crushed. It gets, like, around right. it. And I don't understand anything yeah. that's happening. Um, it just all seems so silly. And then when I was reading about the production of it, they said that George made the movie, like, put it together and realized the pacing in that section of the movie was really bad, and he wanted an action scene. So they mocked it up really quick, and they shot all of the live action for that entire sequence in four and a half hours. Oh, my God. And they just made the CGI work around it. So that's why everything is just kind of like, oh, his arm fits this thing, whatever. They just, like, tacked things around it. 
And I was like, that entire scene could just be lopped off. It's not even fun for the yeah. mini adventures I was talking about. Like, I wouldn't even want to see that. It was boring. Um, you know, yeah, so normally I, I really enjoy C-3PO in these movies, but his appearance in that scene in particular is just like so annoying and just yeah. not necessary Is that when all. his head is switched? Yeah. Yeah. With the, and then it, it shows up in that, that final battle uh-huh. there, but... Um, which is like, okay, I, I see the point of adding humor to a um, a tense scene like yeah. that or an action-y scene just to break it up a bit. But, man, it just doesn't doesn't work at all. Well, rewrite that scene in your head with Jar Jar in that role. Not switching his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be amazing. Cut it right off. Um, <laughs> but uh, Yeah, I guess I guess we got the, the better of those two worlds. They were huh? saying that like the backlash was so bad that they brought C-3PO back more into that comedic role. And, like, that mm. scene, though, is written just as poorly as the Jar Jar goofs are that make no sense mm. and they're stupid, you know? Um, yeah. So it feels like the same childish writing for it that just, it's not fun. It doesn't add anything to it. And it's just kind of like, get him, get him off the screen. <laughs> yeah. Even though it's C-3PO and we love him, you know? So. Well, well, look, if we're talking about scenes that could be cut out between Anakin and Padme, uh, obviously, anytime they kiss, super <laughs> awkward. It's, it's worse than the kissing in the Twilight movies, Ooh, yeah. which is just so like weird and gross and breathing in each other's mouths. You don't breathe um, in no people's mouths when you kiss them? And I people... certainly try not to, even with my dentist. Oh, wow. Brent, you have yeah. to breathe in their mouth. But you had to know. Well, I mean, not when we're you know, being romantic. Oh, okay. You know? yeah, yeah, I don't want his chest hair to work its way in there. <laughs> But also there's a, a scene where Anakin and Padme, they're like frolicking in a field or something. Uh, and there's some some creature that uh, Anakin surfs on the back of. It's like, you, it looks like a this tick. obviously looks terrible. Yeah. Why You don't have to put it in yeah. there. It doesn't, <laughs> don't do it, it doesn't help anything. <laughs> it's not like if it was just a, a regular romantic scene, you know, and we were just watching these two people like fall in love. It's not like it'd be like, that's true. I feel the love here, but <laughs> he didn't write on the back of a creature. Mm, that's going to affect my view. It just looks in. terrible. Yeah. It looks terrible. It looks like it was like moved around in like after effects or whatever. Yeah. And like, it just, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's not good. It's the same kind of, um, there's a scene in, uh, the two towers, I believe that came out the same year, um, for Lord of the oh, Rings. Too soon. Yeah. Hashtag never forget. <laughs> for Lord of the Rings where, uh, Oh, okay. Um, God, I just blanked on his name, but uh, Legolas um, is like riding down one of the like elephants, and it looks like just like silly. And they they did the same kind of thing in the next movie, and they improved the graphics like a year ahead. You know when they did mm-hmm. that in like two thousand three. But I felt the same way, and I was like, man, both of these movies came out that year, and both directors were like, you know what, CGI is here. We can ride on creatures, just surf <laughs> on creatures. You can slide down them, you can fall off them. It looks totally real, and it's like yeah. they were not there yet. Some of the stuff they mm-hmm. did was all right, but like. Both yeah. those movies really did, did not nail it for that part when they thought they did. Because uh, especially this one doesn't add anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, those creatures are gross. I, I just said they looked like ticks earlier. They they look like earth ticks. There's giant. Um, yeah. Not for me. Not for me. Just because they could <laughs> doesn't mean they should. Yeah. You know. Um, Absolutely. Just, just just wait it out. You don't you don't need that yeah. scene either. It wasn't pivotal to to any of the uh, the plot there. Um, so the 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 conflicting thing for me in this film was like I actually enjoyed part of the the story here mm-hmm. which was Obi-Wan's uh it was like kind of like a detective story for him yeah. he was trying to figure out who the assassin was who was trying to kill Amidala and he he gets into the whole uh, like clone 
uh, thing. Yeah. I was going to say conspiracy, but oh, it's yeah. just kind of like he he just like goes to a planet eventually and they're just like, oh, hey. Oh, yeah. Come on in. Welcome. We'll show you the whole goddamn thing. We've been yeah. waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I forgotten a lot about how this all plays out. This is what I was kind of right. looking forward to for these two movies. Yeah. To see the downfall of the Empire and and as it played out, this is where I'm like, I, I don't know. It's okay. I, I I really didn't care for episode one's like Trade Federation stuff. That really just doesn't matter to anything. I've realized. Um, mm-hmm. It's part of the stuff he had said the Machete Order that when he wrote about it, it was like you're not missing much with that. But then going yeah. to this one, I'm like, they do the clone thing. They um, they do like the grant. They, it's like they find out this this thing was made. These clones were made. This army. Uh, by another Jedi like 10 years before and um, I had to read about that online to figure out more why or whatever but basically this guy was just like a a seer he could see really far in the future for a Jedi and he thought there was war coming he tried to convince the council Um, they said he was crazy and so he left he was like kicked out of the Jedi council and he went and did this on his Mm -hmm. own and was basically unwittingly used as a pawn in the Emperor's plan but he had just done this on his own I guess and then everyone stumbles upon it and like it just felt really almost convenient. Some some parts I'm like I, I'm kind of cool with that, and yeah. parts of it I'm like, do I really want this to be the backstory of how the empire formed? <laughs> right. yeah. You know, yeah. so weird. yeah, I'm not yeah. sure about that. Um, I I just like the the general idea of it being kind of like a um, a mystery in I, the that, uh, yeah. you know in the, in the Star Wars universe, which I don't. I don't recall seeing mm. um, like honestly with the the prequels. I don't know what the plots of any of them are. Yeah. Um, so no clue. I didn't know how the title of this movie, like what that had to do with uh-huh. the actual story of it, you know. But um, one thing of note here is Obi Wan's the one who stumbles upon Jango Fett, mm. and then when they battle in that on that planet or yeah. whatever. Um, at a certain point, Obi-Wan loses his lightsaber, so he's forced to do none other than a jump kick <laughs> to a jetpack assassin. <laughs> he actually does it twice in that, that battle, awesome. uh, which is so so bizarre, but it's like, hey, you know what? You you don't always have your lightsaber yep. in your hand, you know? Sure, he could have used the Force to reclaim his lightsaber almost instantaneously, <laughs> but you know what? When you got a jump kick opportunity, you're going to take he it. He watched uh, Three Ninjas. And That's right. he was like, they do it, I can do it. So In his head, he was just like, don't forget, Obi-Wan. You're just like Tum Tum. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Pops a few jelly beans in his mouth. <laughs> and right. he goes yeah. to fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, people had talked about that scene online. Uh, I admit I was bored through a lot of this movie, so I was kind of checking things out online as well But uh, during it. But... Um, People were like, "Yeah, like he fights Jango Fett. That's pretty fun." I thought it was okay. It was, it was. It's like in the yeah. rain and stuff. Um, wasn't a whole lot going on. I wish I would remember the jump kicks. Those sound sweet. Um, yeah. Totally missed the uh, ninja stars he threw, which is also awesome. Um, yeah. And uh, but yeah, I uh, I I think that uh, Jango Fett. We had mentioned this when we were talking about Boba Fett and stuff in the other movies, and we had to see Jango Fett more in action than we've ever really seen Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. then again, I think that was just ruined with the fact that the Mandalorian came out and it's such a cooler version of like, it's really just that armor that I love. And then seeing someone fight in it, I wish the, yeah. I wish the Mandalorian had a jetpack. I would love, uh, if he does eventually in that show, mm-hmm. but for, yeah. for this, I was like, yeah, it's okay. And then I, when I watched mm-hmm. the Mandalorian right afterwards, I was like, yeah, this is what I, what I really wanted out of it. So, uh, right. yeah. but I guess it was, I, I I'm just not getting it proper thrift with that but yeah it was cool to see him 
I, I don't know. Like the the plot is simultaneously overcomplicated and then too simple. Yeah. Like they're they're talking about um, on that planet where the the clones are being made that uh, weird alien that's like giving them the mm-hmm. the tour and spilling every yeah. possible secret. <laughs> Um, we call the scene about exposition. <laughs> right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, he talks about how Django, it, he offered up his DNA, right, to mm. for the clone army. Yeah. But then he's like, and then he wanted one that was like unaltered and unaged and un, um, uh, untrained yeah. uh, for his own. And I was like, is this like a... It's like a pedophile I know, situation. Like a like, yeah. But then, yeah, it's it's weird. Oh, <laughs> we got PizzaGate yeah. on uh, Exposition <laughs> Planet. But um, yeah, so he just wants a kid he, though. But but I guess yeah, he's just raising it as his son. Yeah. But it's not really his son, which is what I thought. I thought Boba Fett was Jango Fett's son, but really it's just like him just, yeah. again. He's but also himself. like like Jango Fett is like. Hello, crikey. Oh, you're here for me, are you? Let me throw another shrimp on the barbie. And then it yeah. sounds like, hey, hey, did. Did. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hold your helmet, did. They did have, uh, they yeah. added that um, expandable pouch on the front of Jango Fat <laughs> for Boba to, to sit in and he shoots out of it. That's true. That's like you know a what? That's the first rue <laughs> of the prequels. <laughs> Yeah, so this is a good point. So I, I, I didn't mind the fighting with Jango Fett. I just didn't – I wasn't really thrilled by it. But, again, like we talked about the Mandalorian, like he took mm-hmm. off his helmet, and I, I don't really know that that's who I saw underneath. Nothing about the actor. I just I, – I think that the mystery of it was better. And yeah, if anything, mm-hmm. like his kid – they do a bad job with kids in this and the hair and stuff. Like Anakin's hair in the next movie too, it's like this more wild, long hair or whatever – I don't think I care for that much. Um, and then this kid, like, he just has, like, this big bushy hair. Like, he looks so, like, cute and like a kid or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. I, I wish that if, if, if I'm thinking that Jango Fett is cloning himself to raise himself, it's more of, like, mm-hmm. an immortality thing than, like, I want right. to raise a child. And it looked like right. as if he was raising a child. And that, that kid should be a warrior. Like, he should have, mm-hmm. like, a, the side of his head is shaved. It's got, like, lines in it from a laser blast he caught at five years mm-hmm. old with his dad or whatever. Like, yeah. I think that he would be far more fierce. And basically all we get is after his dad is decapitated later on, spoiler alert, by Austin awesome mm-hmm. Mace Windu, uh, he picks up his helmet after that. And it's like, oh, cool, that, mm-hmm. that's where we're going to get. And then I don't think he shows up in three. Um, I think he just shows up, you know, in the OG Star Wars. So it's a, kind of a lame backstory for him. I wish he was, like, a fucking crazy warrior kid, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and, and kind of the same thing with Django. Like, he's he seems very restrained. Yeah. He's not quite gunslinger-ish, which is what I wanted. But also, like you were saying, if, if they're not actual Mandalorians, yeah. maybe there's a, a difference there. But even still, like, until this very recording, I had no idea. Yeah. And I just assumed <laughs> that they were <laughs> all, yeah. like, cool, like, um, uh, Clint Eastwood-esque mm like rough and tumble type dudes because that's what boba fett sounds like yeah um when we we hear him you know um but yeah like like i do like the scene where like you said when mace windu chops off his head 
where um, there's that shot, and it just looks, man, it's just really well done. You know, we got to give old Georgie some credit um, where he picks up the helmet and he, like, touches his head to it. It's kind of like a, uh, a touching sure. moment there between, like, quote-unquote father and son. Yeah. I don't know. But I think it could have been enhanced if he's, like, holding the helmet up to his head and then his actual <laughs> yeah. head falls down. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> Shit. And then he just shakes out more blood. And he's like, all right. And like puts it on and walks away. <laughs> and then oh, you man. have a close-up shot of the kid. He's like, my deed is dead. <laughs> I'm gonna dead dead. My deed has never been more dead in his life. Oh my god. As, as the biggest compliment I can give you. Um, it sounds like Taika Waititi is mm-hmm. uh, that child, and that I am here for. It, it's if he was very mocapping that child, pretty good. Did you know that Taika does a voice in The Mandalorian? I saw that he was on the credits. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't know what he did though. Oh yeah, I'll tell yeah, you. I was going to say you can't probably tell me. <laughs> no spoilies. No spoilies. It's um, Korg. Ah, oh, I did it. Yeah. Uh, Wait, what'd you say? It's Korg. Is that his name? Oh, Korg shows yeah. up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's the crossover it, we've been waiting for. He just walks up to the Mandalorian. And he's like, he's, he's still being mean to me on this video game. What, are the Fortnite or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Oh, man. That's a great um, scene in that movie. It is, yeah. Good one. Um, so let's talk about, uh, since we're on the, the Django tip here, when they're flying off in space. <laughs> and uh, Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> just the tip. When they're flying through space and Obi-Wan's pursuing them and his like, Man, Obi-Wan's ship is pretty rad. It has, like, that big circle at the front mm-hmm. of it, but it can detach. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what purpose it serves, but it's, it's cool. cool. It's Star Wars. I, I like the, the the design of the uh, the, the crafts oh, there. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah I, yeah, I I think that I was wondering about that. I think that his ship is not a long-range ship, but that thing is long-range. So I think that's what gets him oh, okay. to, like, uh, like, light speed. Like, he jumps with that, oh, and okay. he can just maneuver without it, which I thought was a pretty cool okay. design. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do yeah. too. Um, so when he's like pursuing them through space, Django's ship releases these bombs. And my Ooh. note was that when they explode, they sound like the inception noise, you know? <laughs> awesome. <laughs> They're trying to kick to um, wake up. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I, I noted about that because this is one of the very first movies that we bought. Um, and had watched on surround sound the very first surround sound my my family got um, back in the early 2000s and I remember oh, wow. that asteroid scene was one of the first things we played we, we got the fifth element and we watched that whole movie because it's awesome and uh, I was yeah. really good with it and then we watched that scene because it's really cool it's like the they cut out all sound right before it explodes and then it's just yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, and it's cool yeah I like that yeah what's weird is like when the sound cuts out like just before you can hear George go mm. <laughs> each time each yeah. time yeah it's like Those are a couple times so yep wait <laughs> okay wait here we go right one two that's what it it's like, like we've recreated it yeah feel free to use that <laughs> <Yeah>. one <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy you're you're welcome um I also thought it was funny that anytime Obi-Wan or Anakin were sneaking around, they had these like big billowing robes and everything. It's like, it's okay to just take it off. Just like <laughs> fold it in your ship. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. 
<laughs> and this then sneak around, you know. They still have like these tunics and everything. Uh-huh. Like you'll you still look regal yeah. enough. You look Jedi, Jedi enough, enough yeah. where you can uh, get around For there. Sure. Um, oh, and that's that was another thing. Um, Obi Wan has light colored robes, mm-hmm. and I believe uh, Qui Gon Jinn does in the first movie as yeah, well, I like if I remember correctly. It's kind of like a like a canvas type yeah. color, you know that, uh, or like a cream uh-huh. off white. And uh, Anakin is just full on black. You know, he's going through his emo phase. True. You know, he's got his weird rat tail that's uh, that's beaded. At the very least, has those multicolored rubber bands that you see on uh-huh. people's braces. Um, but yeah, he's got his uh, his black robe underneath that. If it opens up, he's got a My Chemical Romance shirt on, <laughs> um, which is just like okay, like it's pretty mainstream. But I I get uh-huh. it. You know, sure. you know, sometimes you're at hot topic. They don't always have you know you know deep cuts but um yeah otherwise it's uh it's kind of a weird choice for for your um apprentice when he shows up for a little two on the nose uh, lightsaber practice and you're like huh you uh you got some dark circles around your eyes buddy (laughs) and uh you're you're dressed all in black are you on drugs yeah (laughs) and again tell me yeah yeah, he's, mm, I he's tell. going through some stuff, for sure. Um, and I think mm. that's why I called him a whiny little bitch, because he's supposed to be 19. They yeah. treat him like he's, like, 15. And mm. uh, I just, yeah, he also, it's a little too on the nose for me that he's dressed in, like, darker colors and stuff. And mm. uh, that's going to be the change. I know that they get more into that. I, I'm, like, picturing some of the stuff in the next movie. But, I, again, mm. I, I'm wondering, like, his casting is just so off to me that I don't know... Yeah like that he's really going to sell it all. You know, he looks like a kid that went to Hot Topic. He doesn't look like right. the what becomes the uh, enforcer for the emperor around the entire mm-hmm. galaxy, you know? Yeah. Let me ask you this. So as far as like, so the, the, the prequels are essentially telling the story of Darth Vader before he was Darth Vader, yeah. right? So if they didn't jump back that far, like I really don't care to see Darth Vader. It's like, the galaxies and cinema's arguably greatest villain, uh-huh. right? Um, I don't need to see him as a teenager. Yeah. I don't care what he was, he had going on. Yeah. You know, let's see somebody in their like mid twenties. Yeah. At the, at the very youngest. I'm with you. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe the forties, you know? And that's uh, why I think he should have a beard in the next one. Like he should be like a Jedi Knight who changed right. into Darth Vader. Mm-hmm. And we should have only seen him. I'm with you. Like not so much into his apprenticeship. Like maybe he should have like, this should have ended that. And yeah. then he, I don't know. That's what they were going for with this machete cut again. It's like no kids in it. He, at least he's like mm-hmm. a 19, you know, like at least he's an adult, but it's still like mm-hmm. he's too young. I'm with you. Mm-hmm. Speaking of kids. So there's a scene in this movie, which kind of, kind of adds to his character a little bit. So I, I, I do got to give it that, but it's just handled oddly. So Anakin goes and he's trying to rescue his mom oh, yeah. from uh was it like the sand people uh-huh. or, or somebody like abducted yeah. her for do we know why? Just just they do reasons. It. I I was wondering why they kept her alive. I could see them like yeah. just eating her or whatever. They call them like monsters, like mindless monsters. So like I don't know why mm-hmm. they've kept her there except for mm-hmm. really bad things that Star Ooh, Wars yeah. and Disney doesn't want to talk about. So no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So Anakin goes to save her, but she ends up dying in his arms, I believe. Yeah. And that's kind of when the um, 
the Imperial March theme comes oh, okay. into play a little bit, yeah. I believe. That's and cool. he he kills the two like guards out there, but then later he tells I believe Padme that he like killed everyone yeah. there, including like children or whatever. And the women and the children too. That's my Anakin impression. But why? Like why? He's a fucking psychopath. Yeah. Like, yep. that's, we're there. Okay, and now he he's Darth Vader. That's all we need. Oh, we need it. one more movie? Fuck. Yeah. All right. They're animals, <sighs> so I slaughtered them yeah. like animals. Yeah, it's, he doesn't care. I mean, they describe them as, like, they walk like humans. That's what uh, his colleague, his, Lar, uh, yeah, Lars, uh, his, his mom's new husband, that's how he described mm-hmm. them as, like, mindless animals, mindless monsters, whatever, that walk mm-hmm. like humans, walk like man, but mm-hmm. aren't. But, like, yeah, I don't care. Like, <laughs> still, the women and the children is pretty fucking yeah. dark, man. Yeah. And it was at that point, I was like, even if I was invested in Anakin as a character, and I'm not. Yeah. Um, <laughs> to be clear. Hearing that he, he murdered. <laughs> like, it, it's one thing to, like, go through and, like, kill all the guards there. Like, yeah. anyone who was an accomplice to sure. abducting his mother. Okay, I, I get that. But killing, like, all of the innocent people there in yeah. that little camp. No, that's <laughs> fucked up. Like I'm in, instantly tuned out. I don't. I don't want him to succeed in anything he does yeah. at this point. But there's still like a good chunk of movie yeah. left after that. And it reminds me of Patty's really weird. like response to that too. Like she's more just kind of like, like she's a little scared looking, but it's mostly like, oh, I'm sorry you had to do that. <laughs> like she's yeah, pretty, she's kind of normally right. Yeah, she should have been like horrified. Yeah. But and I know that she gets there sure. in the next movie. I, I'm remembering a few scenes oh, okay. where, like, she's finally like, "You're gone. You've gone too far," or whatever. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, in this one, it seems like she's she's accepting of that a little too easily. Yeah, it's uh, man, it's real weird. I just you. like like from a story standpoint, like the so the same guy who presented like the original trilogy is also like putting forward these <laughs> ideas that are just like barely like tenuously so weird, strung right? together. Huh. I don't know. All right. Yeah. I, I really do wonder um, if we'll have any idea of what Lucas was planning for the final trilogy that we have mm-hmm. through JJ and all of them now. But um, I can't imagine it was any good. <laughs> like after this, like <laughs> I don't know what happened to, to his idea machine, but damn, like they really took a dip. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oof. Oof. Has a, uh, I know this isn't pertaining to episode two, but I had this thought this week, like, has anyone, like, surely it's come up before. I just have yeah. never really heard anything of it specifically. Um, but has anything ever come up of, like, George Lucas in the original trilogy naming his, like, star main hero character Luke? Like, Lucas? Uh, wow, I've never even thought about that before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, yeah. Yeah. Kisses his sister. Uh, yeah. He doesn't know it. Uh, right? We've all been there. Interesting. So, yeah, he's clearly the hero of his own story. Right. Um, yeah. But, unfortunately, he became the emperor with these prequels. That's he true. He's like, I'm going to force mm-hmm. you to watch whatever I want, and I'm going to change all the mm-hmm. other ones. I'm going to change history just like a, a dictator would and be like, no, you mm-hmm. never saw... Uh, Han shoot first. No, you you heard mm-hmm. Greedo say McClunky is what you is what happened. <laughs> right, yeah. Tells you not to believe your own eyes. That's right. He's the Jedi. <laughs> wow, he just wipe. did the yeah. Jedi yeah. Wipe, mind wipe on me uh-huh. right now. He just yeah. Jedi wiped me. Thanks. I needed it. I had a diggle, yeah. 
a bingleberry. As we would call it. Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. I've never connected the uh, Lucas Luke thing, though. Mm. So. so in the original trilogy, he was the hero. Yeah. In the prequels, the villain. Yep. In the uh, third I know, I don't have to ones. call it. The sequel trilogy? <laughs> the post- that doesn't sound right. The postquels. The postquels. There you go. Yeah. He's the old hermit. He, he became... A billionaire. I mean, let's be <laughs> yeah. honest. He, he he made some bank off that. So whatever. Yeah. By hermit, I didn't mean that he's in a cave, uh, a cave house on mm-hmm. a desert planet like like Obi Wan. Mm-hmm. He uh, he's living in a mansion on a uh, beautiful acres uh, mm-hmm. that he has all the stuff he could mm-hmm. ever want on. So good for him. Happy yeah. that he got that. Uh, and then we have these they, stories. So. They call me they call me Hermit <laughs> the Frog. <laughs> so. Um, in this story, I guess we've kind of mm-hmm. just jumped around to different like stuff we liked or didn't like or whatever. But um, mm-hmm. they're trying to vote on the if they're going to make an, like a, an army because there's separatists that are that's going to be like a civil war. That those separatists are led by Count Dooku. We find out they find the clone clone army. They're like, oh, conveniently we have this disposable army of people that are clones <laughs> and we don't care about them. Um, like who who is paying for all <laughs> of this? I wondered about that. They talked yeah. about at least on the trivia that I read, the the Jedi that did go commission that he told that the, those aliens on the planet that it was sanctioned by the Jedi Council and by the Senate. But I'm like, you can't just tell someone that you have to pay for it. Did he say like mm-hmm. they're going to do it and they'll pick up the tab in ten years? Like <laughs> where'd yeah. that come from? He went there. He's like, hey man, so okay, so here's what's going on. Okay, I swear there's a sanction. Okay, so you just go ahead and start doing it. We will pay you eventually. But then he like died. Like he's been dead for ten, 10 years. years or something yeah. at this point. So I owe you. Are they just Oops. like, oh yes, we will get paid eventually. Yeah, it's fine. It'll be fine. <laughs> we have so many resources like, on this planet covered in stormy weather and water. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they just they don't, they they do end up voting um, that they give the chancellor, I, I think that's what they call him after that. They give like he's like a senator, uh, Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they make him like chancellor, like Hitler was, so that he has mm-hmm. way more power consolidated, and that he can order the army. And then they don't show them like budgeting for that. They don't go pay those aliens. They just see them fighting. Mm-hmm. So like they may have just mm-hmm. stolen them. I'm not sure. Those aliens probably are like we got. Like the short end of the stick on this, we need our money. Yeah. Hello. Yes, hello. <laughs> this is the new chancellor. <laughs> yes, you've got your clone army there. You're building for us. Yes. Do you take money orders, or should I do a cashier's check or a wire transfer? They've just sent me the routing and account information. Or are you on Cash App? Are you on Cash App? I have one coupon from a Sears catalog in 1986. <laughs> if that helps you at all. Girl got a banging body in this catalog. I'll send you that page as well. Speaking of banging bodies, I did yeah. have a note that the white yes. outfit that Padme wears Hell is banging. Hell yeah. yeah. There's a blue what? one in there too that's also nice, but uh, the white one is where it's at. Absolutely. She, uh, 
uh yeah exactly i don't i don't know how to further enhance what you said without getting canceled myself (laughs) but um i I will say that whenever they're like in the arena Uh and those those um those creatures get let in she's fighting the the cat monster also amidala she's can fully take care of herself yeah. like the the two jedi are there <laughs> they're still chained up she's like figured out a way to like get on top of that pillar and everything so she's she's fine but that that weird like cat monster goes claws at her yeah. and then like instantly gives her a midriff i don't know if you i was wondering how that happened that's that. what it was that's right <laughs> uh, because i remember seeing it like earlier when she got there it's it's essentially like a, a full-on like body suit from like great. neck down yeah. right and then all of a sudden she's in a scene and she's got a midriff. I was like, wait, yeah. when did she, when did she like put on a bikini <laughs> yeah. top? And so I had to like rewind it a bit. I'm like, oh, so it slashes her and it cuts like her side, like into her flesh, but also instantly just like gives her a perfect like midriff yeah. somehow, some way. But um, look, I'm not complaining about that. Sure. But it's weird. It still looks great, <laughs> but it is weird. It's a weird way to get there. I don't know why you would say, oh, you know what this scene needs. Some tum tum, mm. tum tum, jump kick. That's right. <laughs> um, again, in adult Star Wars, I think it would have ripped at an ankle, and like one boob would be out, and she'd be like, at "Well, least. fuck, I gotta keep yeah. fighting." Yeah, and every once in a while, and then she fires, she fires a laser <laughs> yes. blast out of it. It's like, holy shit! We didn't know she could do that. It makes sense with these prequels, I guess. Whatever, I don't know. It's cool. Well, yeah, what's wrong with that? <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah. So they they have the army. They've uh, granted him chancellor uh, with all those powers mm-hmm. intact. Um, meanwhile, Anakin ha- and Amidala had gone to save Obi Wan on this planet. He gets captured. They get captured. They're in this mm-hmm. a, a gladiator arena. Arena again. Uh, Romans, right? You were talking about mm-hmm. uh, Roman numerals. That's why they do it. It's because nothing arena. Good comes yeah. from it. Um, okay. And they uh, they fight these creatures and stuff, and then get saved by the ships with the clone army and, and Yoda and all the Jedi and stuff. And then uh, we did get to see this awesome uh, battle with like a lot of Jedi in force, which we had not been able to see in the other movies and stuff. Like, what I wish I would have gotten to see more of this is less about the love story, more about the fall of Anakin, and more about the like what the Jedi were like as actual peacekeepers and stuff. And we get some of that. I just don't like how the way the story is all structured and falls, but, uh, mm-hmm. it was, that's one of the cool ones. Like I love seeing them like tons of Jedi with tons of lightsabers, uh, yeah. just all fighting together. It was pretty badass. Um, mm-hmm. although some of the effects are really bad on it. Uh, some of the effects are really yeah. good. Some of them are really bad. Uh, I think the creatures are, mm-hmm. are pretty cool. Um, uh, for the most part, uh, I think some of the effects are kind of shoddy on those two though. But um, mm-hmm. I did. I think it was an extra on Disney Plus. They do have some extras you can watch, like like Blu-ray extras, which are cool. But I think it was on that. It might have been on YouTube last night. And I found one of these scenes in green and blue screen only. Oh wow! And um, they there's a part where like it zooms in on two of the Jedi. It might be like Mace Windu and Obi Wan. Like they're like back to back. It zooms in on them, and in the background they like are lowering another. It's like as they shift to like lowering another green screen of other people battling of like a room of just people like kind of like duh duh, and watching yeah. it all cut together and then just kind of like move their lightsabers and like know it's all in post and they were just like they're literally just like duh duh just moving all around, and clearly mm-hmm. they're just using blasters and stuff later. It just felt like oh that's why we got the movie we got because it is right. all digital. <laughs> 
Like even these people right. aren't around each other. They're just all digitally it's placed just, around each other. And it, it, it yeah. feels like nothing is really happening. Even though it's cool mm-hmm. to see them, it's like it's not really what I wanted to see. It doesn't feel as mm-hmm. as grounded and everything. It just feels like the background is all looks so fake. It kind of takes me out of it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. It's uh, there's definitely a, a disconnect, um, and it seems like with with movies in this this time frame, it seems like people were like, "Oh, CGI. We can just make everything yeah. CGI." It's like, well, I mean, not yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like just, give it 15 years yeah. and then like maybe, maybe now you know? yeah yeah they yeah. really did try to go for it all and they were they yeah. weren't there but they mm-hmm. thought they were yeah it's unfortunate but they also yeah. pushed the medium I, I know that like there was stuff online about like the digital cameras they used this was one of the first like fully digital filmed movies um mm-hmm. and like like yoda was one of the first like fully digital characters they used in the movie and stuff but like it's 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 still too early so they pushed it but it's also like yeah but you needed a few years to polish some shit man (laughs) (laughs) so but you know it is what it is with this um as i was watching the movie i got about i don't know like half an hour into it and i was just like i can't like keep mentally harping on the effects in this movie okay because it's affecting like i'm just focusing on that instead of like following the story or whatever which the story um, is not great. It's like pretty clunky. Yeah. But at least you you can kind of follow some of the storylines of like, oh, okay, so here's why Palpatine came into yeah. power and like how that took place and, and all that stuff. So at least I could see some of those connective tissues there once I stopped focusing so much on the, the weird rim lighting in front of every yeah. window <laughs> and the, uh, the oversaturated lightsaber colors. Yeah. But um, yeah, like so I, I, I'm went into the rest of the movie and i'm gonna go into the third one just being like special effects are not gonna be up to par that's better it's yeah. simply up front it's just not how it works you know so um then i could just like move past it and, and, and onto yeah. the, the main story i think that it'll help too this was 2002 um it's 2005 that episode three comes out they got another three years to oh, perfect wow. things okay. and it's also crazy to think um avatar came out in 2009 and like, oh, right, wow. like it's okay. really close to whenever we had full, like digital everything that really worked. Mm-hmm. Um, it's weird to think how close it was. And I, I think the effects will be improved for three and that might help. But I wish I was like you. I wish I would have been able to like get past it. But it, it really threw me out most of the time because it's like everything like the windows behind them, the scenery behind them, like it all just looks CGI fake. And it is too noticeable yeah. for even like simple things. So it really, really took me out. Yeah. Um, so I have a question for you regarding, um, Dooku or as I like to mentally call him, Scooby Dooby Dooku. (laughs) Um, what side is he on? He's, it's like a third side, right? Like it's, it's not maybe good or bad. They're kind of like off. That's where he got off to the side (laughs) or whatever. He got, got, uh, he's like the, the peas, uh, on the plate. If the Jedi are a steak (laughs) and the Sith are like, I don't know, mashed potatoes. Yeah. You know, and you like potatoes a whole lot, like my wife does, mm-hmm. and you have, like, equal. He's the peas on the side yeah. that you're like, you know, he's just there. He's kind of in between. Sometimes mm-hmm. you get one with some mashed potatoes. Sometimes you get them on a steak bite, and it's okay, but you don't want it there. Is that, like, yeah. a good description? It works for me. Sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I, get, I totally it. get what you're saying. Um, but I was, as I was watching it, I was like, and he, he has um, Obi-Wan, I guess, like, held prisoner first yeah. i think it's okay yeah, yeah, he does and and i was like 
well, it, he, he gives Obi-Wan an offer to join him, but it seems like Obi-Wan, like they have a common enemy in the Sith, or... He, I think he's trying to trick him that I, I way, mean, yeah. Okay, so it's not... Because... He's not being genuine? Because he's, <laughs> he's actually a Sith. That's... Okay, that's what I was but thinking. But I guess it but wasn't he, really he, revealed then, or he's trying not to, but it is. Like, it's weird. <laughs> I don't know. But that's why Obi-Wan won't go with him, you know, because he's like, no, you're clearly yeah. part of this. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know if he knew that. You, you're dressed all in black. Yeah. I don't trust anyone who dresses all in... Oh, oh no. <laughs> the children! <laughs> Do you shop at Hot Topic too? <laughs> Have you guys been doing uncle nephew weekends at the mall? <laughs> Dooku opens up his shirt. It's just Rick and Morty <laughs> on his shirt. <laughs> Look, Rick and Morty's fine. I mean, just, they're just... Yeah. They're, they're at they're just Hot Topic. Jeez. Um, Good Lord. I can't be canceled over that. I, <laughs> Not that. So, I have so much more to I'm say. I'm glad you bring this up because um, uh, one of the things I was about to forget about, but uh, with Dooku, you know, we mentioned his lightsaber uh, being kind of cool uh, earlier. I was like, it's like a mm-hmm. different, yeah. uh, the hilt is like a different shape. And he's older and it's kind of cool to, to see him with that. I don't know, it kind of fits his character to me a little bit. But um, we also get to see uh, them, them battle. They chase him down, Obi Wan and uh, and Anakin. Um, they lose Padme for a while. She's she gets fallen. She falls in the in the dunes, but she's cool. Uh, she figures some shit out, and then uh, they take on Dooku. And Dooku is like a powerful fucking Jedi. He like knocks yeah. Obi Wan out. Anakin gets all angry, and he cuts Anakin's arm off or like his hand off, um, mirroring Luke's and Empire Strikes Back. Mm-hmm. Um, they did a lot of mirroring and stuff in this too. I was reading about some of the stuff they did that I didn't even notice, but I was like, okay, um, that one's yeah. that one's pretty noticeable. Uh, and then we get little Master Yoda mm-hmm. hobbling in with his cane. Uh, a fellow chucker, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fantastic. And I got to admit, the first time I saw this in theaters, I went fucking crazy with everybody around me. Yeah. Um, yeah. It was really fucking cool. And it was like yeah. we had only known Yoda as this like old man. And now it's like, no, he was like really cool with the lightsaber. He's like flipping all over the fucking place. He's got like this little green yeah. lightsaber, which is totally rad. Um it's one of the things that's the main one from these movies, as I realized over the years that I like, I was like, they're not really hitting the, the not really scratching the itch of what I want from a Star Wars movie. And it, it just doesn't make sense. Yoda is like 900 years old when he dies, 30 years mm-hmm. after this. And in the grand scheme of things, I don't know why he yeah. would be like uh, so fucking crazy fast at this point. Like they make him too young to me. It's cool looking, mm-hmm. but I don't buy it. Like, why, why did he drop from, from that to the old, frail man we know him in in such a short amount of time, given his lifespan, I guess? So it doesn't fit with the character to me. So here's what I thought. Because, yeah, Yoda seems like a totally different character from the prequels versus when we find him in episode V. Uh, excuse me, <laughs> six. Uh, five. So... <laughs> I really can't do it. <laughs> uh, it is hard. So as we mentioned on the last episode... You know, after after this, I guess this movie, like, so yeah, there's 30 year. You know, I'm not gonna do the math. Yeah. After this movie, and I guess the the third movie. Yeah. Yoda's in that one, right? Yes. Between between episodes three and five, somewhere in there, he gets hip dysplasia. Just part oh. of what the Yoda species gotcha. does, right? Okay. Because he's in so much pain, he gets put on pain meds. He. Because Uh-oh. insurance is a problem and very expensive, even in galaxies far, far yeah. away, he can't afford it. Has to go off the meds. Mm. 
makes him a little loopy. Okay. Maybe maybe he gets dementia. I don't gotcha. know. And it's a quick fall from there. Absolutely. That makes sense. I mean, I'm, I kind of will go with that. Um, mm-hmm. The opioid crisis is touching every part of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's yeah. true. Um, maybe even the hip dysplasia came from him flying around, jumping all around, doing somersaults in the air like a crazy person. <laughs> it's certainly, certainly possible. So, yeah. I don't know. Maybe this is what started it. And then afterwards, they didn't show him like limping away. He's like, fuck, I got to show that I'm strong, mm-hmm. but that fucking hurt. Yeah. You know? I did I did think it was funny that um, Star Wars was a little bit influenced by um, like multiplayer Halo games where like after he defeats Dooku, he walks over there and um, T-Bags, <laughs> <laughs> T-Bags Dooku. We saw his booty in the last movie, in episode five, and we got to see his balls in this one. That really shocked me. Like through his clothes, obviously. Mm, my nuts <laughs> taste them. You must. <laughs> That's when Cord gets in. And right, he was yeah. like, he's dunking his nuts in my forehead again. <laughs> Duncan, mm, galaxy runs on it. It does. <laughs> Perfect. Um, I, I noticed in, in one scene here, there wasn't a whole lot of R2-D2, but there's a, a shot of him flying around. He's got, like, a, a jetpack yeah. or something like that. That comes into play in the next it, movie, too, I think. Oh, yeah. okay, okay. Because I was like, how could... he's? They, he could have just simply gotten out of that weird swamp on Dagobah. <laughs> if that, if that's they, still the case, but yeah, okay. I'll they added a lot of, like, a, like, like, skills of his, I guess, in the prequels as well that just... There's, there's like a, uh, a funny scene. It's supposed to be like funny or whatever that he's doing in the third movie that we'll see. Um, that oh, I remember okay. more. I forgot he did that in this one that he like flies around and stuff. But it felt yeah. like a, a plot device. But, yeah, no, it's okay. I can accept that R2-D2 yeah. is the Inspector Gadget of the Star Wars world. I'm okay with that. Oh, you know? yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So okay. he's the smart yeah. one. He, I can't hear what he's saying, but, you know, I can't understand it. But uh, it seems like he's leading the... The plot along a lot of the times, he's helping everybody out. Yeah. Uh, he mm-hmm. can like he's a good hacker, you know, hackers for life. So that's true. Yeah, because he turns off the uh, the <laughs> the weird. What do you say? Like gold butter yeah. power yeah, plant gold, or whatever. Yeah, butter pats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he turns that off too. Uh, yeah. I right think there's gonna be pour, like yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's gonna be molten yeah. butter poured poured all yeah. over her, and then as far as I could tell from that scene then just thrown in a fire so yeah i don't know what that thing was doing oh we made all this molten <laughs> yeah. butter yeah we gotta pour in this thing and that pours into a fire all right well, they lived on a sure. they're on a giant canadian planet and it was just <laughs> they had like big maple trees everywhere we just didn't see them yet well steven yeah i'm glad you brought Excellent. that up because again going back to the mandalorian no spoilers but you know pucks do play a there a you role. go that's true they yeah. do wow mm-hmm. Very yeah. Canadian, yeah. Oh yeah. They really do. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, speaking of the Mandalorian, one thing I did want to say about it, it had a, uh, it has a good Western vibe to it, a good Western sci-fi vibe. Mm-hmm. Uh, it yeah. reminds me a lot of um, Firefly and Serenity, the uh, the TV show and stuff. Oh, it has oh, like, yeah. it's just like a cool lived in and like the music and stuff. I really dug that. I was going to mention that earlier. So uh, yeah, yeah, I totally really agree. Fun to watch that for that reason. Um, my last note. After uh, cut yeah. off Jango Fett's head. So it was after that battle. It must have been right around this time we're talking about Yoda's fighting him and all that stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. When I got up this morning, my last note was just the letter R. 
Um, oh. And so today I put dot, 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 I got bored. Because uh, I think at a certain point <laughs> I just stopped writing. When I got to the, uh, they're going to have a secret marriage at the end and stuff. I was just like, I'm, I'm just so past this. I just don't fucking care. So yeah, I don't remember that, how it really ends at that point, I guess. Yeah, that's, that's my last note as well is Padme and, and uh, Anna Kendrick get married. Nice. Um, and of course that note does lead into the fact that obviously after they get married, he's going to crack open that sniz. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, we got to keep it going. Uh, keep the sniz train afloat. <laughs> the weird metaphor, but, um, but yeah, so I guess in in uh, the beginning of the, or I guess going into the third movie, the third yeah. prequel, gotta specify, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. they they start off married, and that's when they realized that uh, married life is not all it cracks up to be, and this is not, uh, you know, me <laughs> experiencing <laughs> problems myself. Uh, just uh, totally, totally unrelated. Uh, but no, it's uh, it's weird because I was thinking that they don't get married until the third movie for some reason, oh, yeah. like at the beginning. But, but here they clearly are. that's not the case. Maybe I'm thinking of the sequel to Fantastic Four. You know what? That's what it is. Yeah, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Oh, okay. Silver Surfer's in that one. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah, boy, I was oh, I was that's way off there. Right. I yeah. I would welcome. Uh, bringing the best parts of these two movies together <laughs> and have the Silver Surfer face off. <laughs> Just fuck it. Just bring in all the cool scenes and leave everything else on the cutting room floor. Hey, you know what? Hey, Topher Grace, yeah. we know you're still listening. <laughs> I did wonder about Topher's uh, take on these during when I was watching this. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm curious about what he focuses on, um, like whose story is this, that kind of thing. Um, one yeah. of the things I did um, right before the show, I, I watched part of it last night. I was rewatching those. Uh, what if episode one was good, and what if episode two was good? Um, I showed you that years ago, the first one mm. um, uh, when you guys came to Houston one time. It's it's basically this guy who just is like, if I was an exec at Fox when Lucas came to me with episode one and all this story, and that's what he wanted to go with, and we get the story we're gonna get, but like, how would I give him notes to not get the movie we did get and get something better? So it has, like, the Trade Federation and stuff like that. He changes a lot for episode one. Uh, He basically makes the prequel trilogy, instead of Anakin's story, it's Obi-Wan's story. He's the new right? right? Um, And he does some really cool things um, with it, so I'd recommend those for anybody. Uh, It's uh, basically just type in how uh, if episode one was good, and it'll pull him up. Um, But I'm I'm intrigued to see what he does for three. Um, he does some really cool stuff from two, just watching it from that point of view and not thinking about what he did for the first one that it was like, yeah, this would be really cool if he did, if they did this things and that could have been so much better. Um, but I also wonder what Topher Grace was coming up with, you know, uh, did he focus on Obi-Wan or, or what did he cut out, you know, and cut and leave in? But I, I came at it from a different angle. Like, what did he leave in? Like, what Mm -hmm. would he like? If this is what we have, yeah. what are the important parts you can stream together in some sort of, of you know movie yeah. that makes it work? I don't know. So I, the only thing I can come up with—that's what I was yeah. thinking—is like a, a Jedi Adventures, um, mm. and the, and then the fall of one of those guys or whatever. But um, yeah. it's just a shame. There's there's not a lot to work with on here. I feel like I, that's why I'm curious mm-hmm. what he made with it because so much of it I would just want to change. Um, as as that guy on YouTube, as he uh, I think it's called Belated Media, um, his his YouTube channel. As he goes through them, it gets further and further away from what we got because his story changes so much <laughs> that he doesn't have a lot to work with yeah. in each story, obviously, because they were based on each other. 
Um, so he uses a lot of like uh, cartoon drawings for the second part um, to mm-hmm. portray things. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I like to think of this as in different ways and what we could have gotten. Um, that to me is going to be more canon than this will be. You know, we'll see as this plays out with with episode yeah. three and stuff. But uh, so far, there's just not a whole lot I I got from this that I needed to right, fill in yeah. the backstory of of why Luke or why uh, Anakin became Darth Vader. So yeah, it's just not important. Um, like you mentioned on a previous episode, like I don't really care what Wolverine's origin yeah. is. Same thing for the Joker. Yep. I don't really care where Darth Vader came from. I don't want to think about Darth Vader having sex, you know, um, just unappealing, unappealing to me. Um, so Not your thing. yeah, like it just, it, it would have been nice if the, hmm, like if the prequels, yeah, like you were saying, if it's just Obi-Wan's story at it's that so point, much and then that maybe, way. maybe in, uh, in the third movie, you know, he, he takes upon a, an apprentice, yeah. uh, fully grown adult human man. Uh, who's, who's, uh, or, you know, could be a woman, yeah. whatever, like you said, could, could go under yeah. a, an operation. Maybe it's a woman in there. We don't, we don't know. know, you know, um, what if in, uh, return of the Jedi, they remaster the, uh, the helmet removal uh-huh. thing. And it's just like fucking, uh, Reba McIntyre. <laughs> <laughs> Howdy y'all. I'm Reba. <laughs> Luke, I am so sorry. Yeah. Um, I love it. First off, um, yeah. if you're going to yeah. remaster it to someone, Reba is where it's at. I'm with you there. Yeah. Um, I also, uh, going back to uh, the ending of this movie and the beginning of the next movie and thinking about Darth Vader uh, popping open that schniz, um, mm-hmm. what, if the <laughs> what if this one ended... Uh, they like you know join hands in marriage, and then it does the uh, the circle wipe just down to their crotches, and then <laughs> the next movie opens with the opening from Luku's talking, and it's just the sperm <laughs> going through the thing, and then you know you get like a star field thing through that, like you have like some parallels there, you yeah. know, and it's like they're just all they still have blasters, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're all like. Woo, woo just like in the thing you know and, and, and look who's talking and they're going towards the egg you get all excited and then bam star wars episode three. Oh, and they can they could uh repurpose the uh the corridor like flying yes. footage for the the sperm that goes into the yes. egg oh know? perfect yes That'd be rad yeah yeah <laughs> he found the port yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so let's let's go with uh, do you, do you have any additional thoughts on it? I was gonna say maybe we can do our, our final thoughts. Yeah, and... let's do some final thoughts. Yeah. Um, right. yeah, I really it didn't hold up that well for me, and more to the point, I just I, I was hoping I would get more from this story leading into the like a, as a um, a flashback as we're doing for the main story, mm-hmm. but um, it just really wasn't a whole lot in this one. I'm glad we skipped episode one because there's really a whole not a whole lot in that one either. Um, yeah. I don't think that uh, specifically one of the notes I left off earlier was I don't think that seeing Anakin as a, as a precocious child who seems by all accounts pretty happy for being a slave um, mm-hmm. and leaving his mom and stuff like there's there's it, it's even worse if you go and watch this one after that because it makes no sense of why he's so fucking angry all the time. Yeah. But if you just lop that off, it still doesn't make a whole lot of sense why he's just angry and frustrated all the time. He's just a <laughs> yeah. fucking stupid teenager. And I wish yeah. there was more to that journey of why he turned dark. Um, 
And it, it, it seems like that's really there. And then his mom dying and all this stuff is like an afterthought to make it like worse mm-hmm. um, yeah. or to give him a catalyst or whatever. Like it just seems mm-hmm. forced that he sees his mom being tortured and doesn't do anything about it for weeks and then goes back until the last moment when he can save her and doesn't. And that's what leads him all yeah. this stuff. Um, too fan servicey. Another thing with that was um, C-3PO being there and like he had created him and stuff. I never cared for that. Don't care for him. Like, yeah hanging out with Lars and his girlfriend, Baru, uh, who, who yeah, when you say hanging out with Lars, you mean Lars from Metallica, yeah, right? I just didn't expect it. Yeah. Didn't need it. I mean, yeah. I know they did that crossover song with the Imperial March, which is pretty rad. Yeah. But, um, I didn't know. It's like, okay, Lars, I get it. Like you're beefing with James <laughs> right now. Okay. God, dude. Go. I'm glad they, that was just a, a deleted scene, but I'm still glad I get to see it, you know? Um, yeah. but yeah, yeah. I, I didn't need all the connections. It's one of the guys, one of the things that that, uh, belated media guy on YouTube talks about with episode one, especially is, um, we, we like nostalgia. You want the old and the new at the same time. Force Awakens did that so well, but, uh, this stuff, like seeing the same characters and places that they don't belong or don't need to be, doesn't help. It, it, it's not like, Oh cool. C-3PO has been here the whole time. It's like, no, that doesn't make any sense. It'd be so much better if he just, like, joined them along the journey at some point, and that was it, or yeah. whatever. Um, that doesn't yeah. give me anything. It doesn't help. Um, so, yeah, there's... I wish... There's just so much that it could have been, and uh, I just don't know that I accept this as my backstory. So, hopefully, episode right. three will yeah. step in better for that, and really just mm-hmm. be, like, the real downfall of the mm-hmm. Republic and of, and of Anakin, and the rise of the Empire and of Darth Vader. Maybe that'll that'll hold up a little bit better. I remember when we first started this podcast years ago, you had mentioned the prequels and we got into the Rotten Tomato scores and the first one is the worst, but they get, they get better. somewhat better yeah. as they go along, right? So um, honestly for me, when I watched this movie, at the end of it, I was like, that wasn't as bad as good. I remembered or thought. It's not good yeah, and I don't really need it as part of my Star Wars viewing Yeah, um, you know, when I go back and rewatch these films. Um, I'll just do the original trilogy, and I would assume the the new trilogy, yeah. um, unless the ninth one really su- bombs <laughs> yeah. hard for, for whatever reason. But um, it really sucks a turd. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but you know, for out of nine movies, if like even only five of them are good to passable, yeah, that's you know more than half, right? So it's still still somewhat of a, a success, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, so also, as I mentioned before, this movie feels charmless. I don't know that the, the uh, episode three is going to be any better. Yeah. But um, uh, all, all things considered, it, it uh, wasn't quite the slog I was expecting it to be. Um, I don't know if I could recommend this movie to people. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I'll take that back. I definitely won't recommend this movie <laughs> to people. Yeah. Uh, but it's a, it's a fun, fun uh, trip down Star Wars Avenue yeah. here on the uh, the nunchuck order that we're going through. Um, and, uh, yeah, that, did, did you have something you were going well, to? Well, I brought up the Rotten Tomato scores. Uh, oh, but okay. I was going to say, too, with the, the fun trip down, I, I, I'm glad we're doing this for sure. I haven't seen these movies in a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm certainly glad that I'm only paying $7 for Disney Plus as opposed to buying <laughs> each of these for $20 and having to have them forever. Right. Uh, so yeah. that's much better. Um, and, I, yeah, I'm glad we're, we're revisiting them. But I'm also... I wasn't looking for this to be... I knew this wasn't going to be like an epiphany all of a sudden where I'm like, oh, this movie is great, and it's great for this series or whatever. I knew it was never going to fill that void. 
Uh, it's not going to be what I want it to be. So I'm, I'm glad, I guess, because it doesn't, and I don't have to watch it. And I, I can know that now, even though I wish I would have been able to have revisited it and loved it. It's just never going to be that movie. So, um, yeah. so that's fine. You know, um, yeah. I'm still yeah. looking forward to episode three, which speaking of the Rotten Tomatoes, um, so episode one has a 53%. That's actually more than I expected. Um, episode one? Episode one. Uh, wow. So it's a, a splat tomato, but it's it's still 53. It's above 50. Uh, episode okay. two is a yeah. 66%. So I... Seems, seems a little it high. It seems a little high. <laughs> Uh, I would say that episode one to me should be like more like the thirties. I was going to say twenty, so yeah, we're kind of right in the okay. right in the ballpark. And there. I think yeah. episode two maybe like low fifties. Just I was going forties, okay, yeah. Just based on like some <laughs> of the cool stuff in each of them, like it's like Darth yeah. Maul like elevates a lot of it. Um, the pod racing scene elevates a lot of it, and then in this one, like yeah. that one scene of them chasing the bounty hunter through the city, I thought was pretty rad. Uh, I would definitely watch that on its own. Um, mm-hmm. The like, lightsaber fights at the end are cool or whatever. Yeah. You know, there's some cool things. Uh, episode three, though, has an 80%. So it really jumps up. I know. That has to I be don't believe it. insane. So if we yeah. think, if we're about 20, I'm about 20 below, basically. I'm going from 50s yeah. to 30s, 60s to, uh, to low 50s, 40s for you or whatever. So yeah. episode three should be about the 60s, 50s, 60s for us. Okay. Um, yeah. Which I think, if we go into that with that mindset, that might be better. Um, mm-hmm. I definitely. So it has an eighty. Uh, Return of the Jedi has an eighty-one. So it says it's almost as good as Return of the Jedi. Wow. So we'll see. Wow. <laughs> and then we get to watch those back to back. Oh yeah. So that's gonna be fascinating. Oh, That'd be a real change. Okay. I know. Okay. Interesting. So. Interesting. Um, so I mentioned earlier that I don't really understand why this movie is is titled the way it is yeah. like with the the attack, attack of, of the, the clones. clones yeah like it's poorly titled you might say <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was like oh so the the clones are going to attack the jedi and because i remember there being like a, a battle with the jedi and them fighting some like yeah you know some nameless people or, or faceless uh people there and uh i assumed it was them but it's it's not yeah but it should have been and it's weird that it, <laughs> like the clones do attack, but they attack to the benefit of the heroes. Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, it's just weird. It's a weird title. A I've weird, never weird liked title. it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, the Clone Wars as the TV show and stuff. Um, and I guess there was like a, a animated movie around that same time that was mm-hmm. called that as well. Um, I'm fine with that because they've they've talked about them before, um, mm-hmm. but also. Like, I didn't like... There's a part um, where Yoda says in this, after they start attacking with the clones, he says, uh, like, the start of the Clone War, or the, the Clone War has started, or whatever. Um, yeah. And I was like, no, you don't... People didn't say World War One has just started. They were like, war broke yeah. out. And then later on, we called it World War... Like, we called it the Great War. And then later on, we had another yeah. one, and we called it... Like, you don't just name it in the battle. And I was like, that's such yeah. a stupid line for Yoda to say... But the, the it, if anything, it should be the discovery of the secret plot of clones being made. <laughs> like, that's right, really yeah. what we got in this. And then they use them to attack. You know, like, yeah, it doesn't make true. sense. It's not a good title, I don't think. Um, Revenge of the mm-hmm. Sith is great. Return of the Jedi, it has a mirror to that. It used to be called Revenge of the Jedi, so, like, that works. Um, hmm, okay. uh, but they changed it because Jedi are not supposed to have, like, revenge uh, they're not supposed to have feelings like that. So, like, Revenge of the Sith makes more sense. That's a cool one. 
Uh, Phantom Menace, I think, is a cool title, especially because we didn't know who Darth Maul was and all this stuff and what's all happening. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Attack of the Clones just feels so lazy. It doesn't even feel on the yeah. nose because it doesn't happen. Like, yeah. they, it sounds like they should be being attacked, like you're saying. Yeah, and the clones don't really... That's not even the biggest yeah. plot. Yeah. It's not... It, it doesn't really even come into yeah. play. It's like barely barely there, yeah. you know? Yeah. The Chancellor rises. Like, there's not... I don't know like how you'd really, sum, you know, do a summation of all of these, but... It'd be like if you called the third Avengers movie instead of Infinity War, you called it Avengers, Thor's new hammer. Yeah. It was like, well, I, yeah, yeah, I, I guess. guess. So. It is there. I mean, yeah, yeah it's just kind of a piece of the puzzle yeah. but you're not really the the main main event but all right it is it is what it so is so last thing i, I want to say is uh, again from i was trying to remember if it, i wanted to bring up anything specifically that um that belated media guy brings in but one of them that he mentioned was um the biggest problem with the prequels is that they killed darth maul at the end of episode one and mm-hmm. his version of it is that that should have been the the big um villain of this of obi-wan's because obi-wan yeah. would have um fought him and he would have gotten away at the end of episode one after killing qui-gon and then he could have shown up in this and they were like imagine he showed up with like fucking robot legs because he was still cut in half but he like lived yeah. or whatever and like he does in the yeah. cartoons of, as we talked about a little bit but had he shown up during this movie and been a big part of this instead of like Dooku or Dooku could have been like uh, I think in his version Dooku is more of like a red herring um, he actually is a good Jedi still and he's just been like trying to like use the force to like sway things or whatever um, I'm like that's a big part of it that would have been so much more fun had uh, Darth Maul yeah. stuck around and been Obi-Wan's adversary throughout this whole series mm-hmm. and that led into stuff so and you know they would have to team up at a certain point even for like one battle do it you know <laughs> that cat creature shows yeah. up in an arena they're both trapped in. It's like, well, it looks like we got to team up. This cat's going to go after a midget. So like, oh. All right, let's do it. You know? He loves Britney Spears music. Wants everybody to show that midriff. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's all I got today, Brent. So Same here. Right. Same Oof. here. We, uh, we got a lot of conversation out of it, did. so not, not too shabby for us. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Talking about a prequel? We got a lot out of it. <laughs> Look, now we don't need to, or any of our audience need need never again revisit episode two. Just revisit. Just this. listen back to this yeah. episode. Call yeah. it good. You know that's that's why we did the uh, the Star Wars holiday special. Yeah. You know, if you don't if you don't want to watch it, it's fine. You got plenty of little clips of little things in there. It's, it's all yeah. good. Don't worry about it. And then, yeah, I think that this mm-hmm. is the better way. Just listen to us. We speak the truth. That's true. It is the LTAS way. Absolutely. Well, Brent and everybody today, thank you for joining us for the Star Wars talk. And we look forward to next week doing uh, episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Uh, we look forward to it, right? I, 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 you know, I'll be honest. Yeah, I do kind of look forward to it. Um, not just to get past it and move on to regular... <laughs> normal continuity but also uh you know with the the rotten tomatoes score I as know. high as it is surprising i am just morbidly curious yeah uh, at this point but also you know i i hope it does get better just because i i do have to sit down uh episode two two hours 22 minutes long mm, what the that's fuck that's a long time no we don't need that <laughs> you can certainly <laughs> shop out that uh, the anakin's uh, body surfing on the back of yeah. a, a deer tick or whatever the fuck it was 
Um, so hopefully this next movie, I'm sure it's going to be just as long. Hopefully, uh, better. hopefully it, it is, is worth it. Yeah. We'll Probably see. Not. We'll see. <laughs> yep. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. In the meantime, you can contact us by emailing us. Let's talk about stuff podcast at gmail.com and uh, contact us on Twitter and Instagram at LTAS pod. I'm curious to see what the listeners think of the prequels. Yeah. Um, surely none of them think they're better than the original trilogy but maybe you do who knows you could have a differing opinion let's talk did do you even <laughs> like the prequels you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um and then be sure to follow steven on letterboxd and twitter at steven fisher 22 you can follow me on twitter and instagram at brent hibbard and of course follow reginald vel johnson the true jedi oh, that we nice. all need in our lives at our vel johnson wow i just pictured can you imagine him showing up and rise of skywalker which peels right. back the hood it's fucking yep. Carl. Ugh. It's cream on my pants right in that theater. <laughs> God damn. I'd be like, Arvel Johnson's in the house. So. <laughs> and then uh, you get uh, ribbed uh, in the with an elbow. And uh, he's like, you're right. He is. You look over and it's Arvel oh Johnson. God. His very damn self sitting next to you. Brent, I don't know what I would do with my life if I did that. That would be like. Mm-hmm. I, I can't even think about it. I can't even give my mind over to it enough right now because <laughs> I would just faint on the right. podcast, on air, Brent. Mm-hmm. That's fine. It would be the one good theater experience the last five years for me. <laughs> <laughs> Where somebody interrupted yeah. your experience, right? <laughs> it's Carl. <laughs> Guys, you know Carl's here? Yeah, faint. Get this man a fainting oh couch. God. Yeah. Fantastic. Well... <laughs> Yes, we do look forward to uh, next week with episode three, Revenge of the Sith, and uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I'm curious to see where we think it would fall in the ranking of these. I, I do think it will get better. I think the effects will get better. I think the acting will be the same. I think the story <laughs> will be better. I think it'll be better. Well, it's just George Lucas writing that one? You know, I don't know, uh, but maybe. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Because I was thinking, like, if, if he just wrote you know, one and three as the book ends by himself, but he brought in a, a, a co-writer uh, for episode two and this is the quality we got. Huh? huh uh, All right. Uh, I don't know. It just, just George Lucas on the written by. So look forward to it. Well, I mean, it's, it's possible yeah. that, you know, this, this second writer, I mean, he, he, he brought that, that, uh, thick quality yeah. of a scorpion King <laughs> renowned right. with him to this, uh, you know, we'll see. it could go either way, I suppose. But yeah, episode three next week, right. streaming on Disney Plus. Don't buy it. Yeah. Or if you have it already, I guess watch it. I don't know. You might sell it yeah. if you can. <laughs> if you still can get some money out of it. Get rid of it. Try, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. And let's talk later. I have spoken. Ooh. Casting that uh, is good. Hey, speaking of cast, yeah. Stephen, I'd uh, like to role play with you here real quickly. Okay. Um, you've you've sparked something in my mind that I cannot let go of. Um, Stephen, I'd like to uh, audition you oh. 
uh, for a role in a Star Wars film. Um, I think for the purposes of this recording, it should be one of the prequels. So we'll say uh, episode three. Um, but you play yourself. Okay. I will, of course, play George Lucas. Uh, we'll have you come in for a casting session. Okay. Okay. All right. Oh, come in. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm here for the casting session. Oh, are you Fisher Stevens? Uh, no, no, actually, I'm, I'm Stephen Fisher. Um, I do like his oh, work, though. Okay, all right, okay, okay, all right, all right. Here, let me take out my uh, Kermit bib real quick. There we go. <laughs> Put down this ukulele, and let me get off this lily pad. Ugh, there we go, all right. Stephen, uh, come on in, have a, have a seat. Let me, uh, let me uh, close this door real quick. There we go. All right. And uh, should I sit on this on this couch? Yeah, just just have a seat okay. there. I'll, uh, you know, I'm just going to sit on the arm of it uh, real quick. I'm just uh, do you mind if I rub your shoulder? Uh, that's fine. Um, OK, yeah, that's yeah. fine. It's comfortable, that's, I guess. That's enough. good. That's good. What, uh, what big thighs you have? Oh, thank you for noticing, my dear. Uh, what do you think about that potted plant over there? You know, I uh, I've been giving it, giving it some. Uh, Extra TLC, if uh, you catch my drift. Oh, really? What does that What does that entail? It's a uh, it's a uh, salt based product. <laughs> anyway, so let's. <laughs> I uh, I see that you uh, would like a role in uh, my next Star Wars sequel um, or prequel, I guess. Uh, what uh, I, I assume you're a big fan of of the two other prequels that came huge out. Huge fan. You could say I'm okay, a huge fan yeah, of them. Obvious. Obviously. Yeah. What you did with Jar Jar, genius. I was gonna, I was gonna ask. Yeah. yeah, Jar Jar. Yeah, guess what? Next movie, bringing him back. Oh man, in a very big way. Excellent. I will be front row. Hmm. Well, you may not have to be. Oh yeah, really. Uh, I, uh, Stephen, I'm, uh, I'm willing to put you in the movie, but uh, hmm. if you really want the role. You're going to have to suck my dick. <laughs> so I've uh, I've also got a uh, a joke that was not uh, I couldn't couldn't wedge in there because we were speeding couldn't toward the end. Couldn't wedge until he's in there. Nice. Oh, <laughs> good. I see what you did. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> my, my joke was uh you know, calling it a joke even is really uh, playing loosey goosey with nice. the the word, but uh I was imagining a scene where Mace Windu came to Yoda and uh, they were talking about uh, Count Dooku and what side he was on. And uh, Mace was going to be like, so is he, uh, should we, like, what are our options? Do we side with him? Do we, are, are we against him? And then Yoda was going to be like, hmm, Dooku or Dooku not? <laughs> That's why I didn't, didn't make it to the show. That's fantastic. I'm surprised you, you know. haven't gone dookie with any of your jokes today. That's my, my first thought. Is it, it was a too much, you know, too overdone. If I'm if I'm being honest, it didn't even occur oh, wow. to me. Oh wow, interesting. Uh, because I was I was wrapped up in you know dookie dookie yeah. not and also Scooby Dooby yeah, Dooku. Yeah, that's true. I like that one though a lot. Um, yeah, yeah. Maybe he'll be in the next one. Who knows? Uh, here's Maybe open. he'll make it to the big show. Yeah. <laughs> He was in number two. Now it's just so obvious. God damn it. 
Man. All right, you cut it there. Yeah. Like a turd. Record? All right. All right. And the sync word for today mm. on this week that we've just experienced oh, okay. with uh, yeah. Disney Plus's release. Uh, release to completion. Um, <laughs> I think there's no other possible sync word, even though it's not related to this particular film we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's any other possible sync word we could use other than McClunky. Oh, okay. Excellent. Uh-huh. New thing. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, McClunky on three. One, two, three. McClunky! <laughs> Fantastic. Which we'll, we'll mention yeah. here in a little bit. We'll talk yeah. about that. But a little bit. My teeth is dead. I'm getting dead dead. My teeth has never been more dead in his life. Nice one. L-P-A-S.